0: Like a true nature's child, Eric Bischoff was born to be wild. Hello and welcome to the Look at the Adjective podcast. We are here to podcast, don't let anybody tell you anything else. So, I am joined by the medium-sized man, Mark Crowver, and I am the big man, John Mack, and we are wilding hogs today. How are you, my friend?
1: I <laughs> uh, not too bad. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? But I've, I've uh, saddled up and I'm uh, on the hog, ready to go down the road.
0: You got your ape hanging and handlebars ready. You got your my uh, rag.
1: got my official uh, hog
0: wild merchandise as well. Only $95 or whatever it was. Fuck me, say it's <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, if someone came out saying you can buy a summer slam denim jacket for 100, 100 quid now, people would just fuck off and never buy it. <laughs> Madness, no. uh, anyway. So, um, we have the rather pressing matter of uh, cretin of the week. How's your week yes. been? Anything
1: that's happened for you? Yeah, it's been more of a funny one this week, I'd say. I mean
0: What's the, not a is... Benoit reference inside? No,
1: it's not it's not quite as uh, deep or as heavy as it has been maybe the last couple of weeks. I mean, there has been the McMahon stuff, but that's sort of all been swept under the carpet by the looks of things. Um but I've got a couple of nominations. Um I'll start with uh, I'll start with one that is a little bit depressing but it's not anything sort of bad or anything like that obviously as it's well publicized on rick flair at his uh quote-unquote last match um and it i mean i've seen i haven't watched the full match i don't think i can bring myself to do that but clip, even. bits and pieces that i've seen it looks fucking horrific it really does I mean, I I didn't know, I didn't think anyone, I don't know if anyone ever thought it was going to be good because I certainly didn't. But we're talking about a bloke in his, what, mid-70s? Is he? 74, 75, something like that. And he looks every bit of it. Maybe he looks older, to be honest. His body's banged up. He's wearing some shitty little Primark vest over the top of his trunks and all this. And (laughs) (laughs) he he looks awful. Obviously, he got a bit of colour in the match, standard, Um he just looks—he looks like a frail old man. I mean, and he is a frail old man, and he shouldn't be doing this. And I get it; he's had a long life with multiple divorces and all this. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure that the—I'm uh, sure the money's getting a little bit, bit, bit—you know—tight around this time. But there's got to be other ways to be making money than this. And they obviously mark it as his last match. Apparently, he did some in Puerto Rico. About a few days later, I don't know if it was a match, but it was some sort of altercation with someone. I, I don't know what happened there, but it's just a sad sight to see. Like, the one of, you know, widely considered one of the greatest of all time, if not some people's greatest of all time, um, just cash grabbing it and like worse than like it's like it's like Randy the Ram times 10, in it? Like, <laughs> it's like horrific. Oh, yeah. Um, it is. I know, obviously, you've got a lot of a, you know, wrestling-wise. Anyway, you know, affection for his career. I mean, he's a pretty deplorable fucker, isn't he, in real life. But what did you think of some of those clips and bits and pieces you saw from it?
0: It's just, it's just getting to the point now where you just, you just go, Rick, mate. Just do yourself a favor, do your family a favor, and just go and just go and enjoy your retirement in fucking Florida or wherever don't need to be doing this. I feel sorry for what's-his-face Andrade because he's yeah. just gone. She's gone oh and do you take me to be your lawfully wedded husband yet now will you just do a gimmick with my dad? <laughs> you can't really say no can you? No. You've got a bit no. Of
1: Yeah I mean that's a weird situation anyway isn't it? I, just, I don't understand how they speak it because barely speak a word of English <laughs> Andrade but um... I thought he meant flair. No, no. Well, to be fair these days. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my fir- that's my first one. I mean, it's quite sad to see, but at least it's not fucking Benoit. <laughs> uh,
0: he got he got he got he got a turnout though, didn't he? Uh, take oh his, yeah. Uh...
1: Yeah, there was like VIP section at ringside on the taker, uh, Foley and a few others as um, well.
0: Br- Foley and Brett, two people who's had like notorious, you know, issues with over the years. Mm, yeah. But, it's... like, Taker's probably sat there going, fuck's sake, mate, didn't we do this, like, 15 years ago?
1: That's what I mean. Oh, like, 15. to me, to me, his last match is always going to be the Michaels match because that's perfect. You know, obviously, not, not in terms of a technical match, but just as a story, it's the perfect send-off, is it? You know. True. But... And that was, what, 15 <laughs> years ago? Something like that.
0: The problem, the problem with that is it's like he's never... He, he, well, as it's come to pass over the last 10 years, he doesn't seem to be bothered about ruining his legacy. No. So he's like, if, if that's your send-off the 24, we're, we're at 24 with Michael's and then the Raw yeah. the night after, you just fucking let it go. Maybe you do the management stuff that in the, you know, coming out with Charlotte and all that, fair enough, but... You just don't go to TNA, mate. Don't don't do yeah. this at some fucking fair or whatever it is. And it's all it's yeah. all a gimmick for your son in law to get over. Do you know what I mean? That's depressing. all it really was. It depressing I mean? <laughs> sorry for him in a way that he's got Conrad Thompson as a son in law, who's like he's probably gone, come on, Rick, everyone see your last match, but I've had my last match, but yeah, but not your proper last match. Not when you're nearly dead. Do you know what I, mean? I don't
1: know. I reckon it's your way around me. I reckon Flair just can't get away from it. He can't stay
0: away. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it was it's just it's just horrendous, isn't it? I mean, it just looks like he looks like someone put a blue top on a scrotum. Is what he did.
1: <laughs> he looked fucking awful, didn't he? He really, did. And, he really and did. and then it
0: looked, and then and then at the end of the match it's like someone caught said scrotum in the zip. And it's just bleeding <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> and, uh, oh dear! So Sorry. yeah, it's dreadful. So you know what I mean? Let's let's just watch him now. Not at his peak, to be fair. We're going to be watching him when he's sort of he's winding down his peak, and he's getting still into still got the,
1: the odd gem in there, isn't he?
0: He's still got the odd gem, but I mean, let's let's just think of Ric Flair being a sleazy guy in the eighties instead of being a sleazy guy in the in the twenty twenties. <laughs> because at least then he could cut a promo and fucking wrestle. So yeah. uh mo- moving slightly on, I've I've got one. It's it's not on the level of that. I, I struggled for him. I think you uh you got him. So um old uh, Happy Hunter Hurst was on uh Logan Paul's podcast the other the other week, last week, this week, whichever day it was. Um and he was talking about wrestling and Vince, right? And he, he made a comment that said uh Pre Vince, wrestling was a tiny little thing happening in bars. <laughs> so, no, it wasn't. So, so, so basically, before the before his like national takeover in eighty three, eighty four, maybe. Yeah, everyone everyone was just in some backwards little hillbilly two hundred, you know, two hundred capacity building. Nobody drew fuck all. You know, it's, it's, it's what a ridiculous statement from someone who is was, who was supposed to be a quote-unquote student of the game, works with a guy that draws the money. Do you know what I mean? What the, it's fucking, yeah. Do you know what, I mean? what What is that about? Honestly, it's like, I know Logan Paul probably do not fucking know anything about wrestling shit from Shinola in terms of the history and stuff, but fucking hell, mate. I know, he, just, just-, just, say, just say to him, it'd take me all day... And fucking three more days to go through
1: it all with you. Just say like that. Yeah, I think he's. I, with that, I think he's obviously just trying to put his company over. But it, it, it's a really sort of brain dead comment in it. Um, but I think with that, I think it's quite a credit to him because he's basically the head honcho there and he? the booker now and whatever you want. To, I don't know, head of creative and all that. At least he's actually. Going on a podcast, whether it's fucking Logan Paul or not, he's talking about it. When would you have ever seen Vince going on? I mean yeah,
0: I, I, think, I think
1: he was on McAfee, but what's that like after four years of doing it? You know. He's got
0: I to mean, I'm a not baby master- face after all that though, hasn't he? He's got to try and put the company yeah. over and do some damage control, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean that's what he's trying to do. He probably doesn't necessarily believe that. Or he'd be he, he know surely he doesn't believe that. I mean he's been around the business for long enough to know, hasn't he? Um, But yeah, I think he's just trying to put out, put over the size of his company and the magnitude of what they do in wrestling. I think it's a, a, cr- yeah. it a bit of a shitty statement there, to be fair.
0: It just baffled me. I just thought he was a bit of a moron for saying it. It was just, you know, there's enough people he, he, he should know he's savvy enough to know that there's enough people who will jump on that one comment like me yeah. and go, fuck you on about me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, yeah, I think sometimes I think he's he's a bit too company, and it's like don't you don't have to worry, mate. Vince isn't there anymore. I know he's probably still pecking his head on the phone and that, but you know you don't have to. It's, they've they've unban the word wrestler and wrestling. <laughs> you know,
1: I know, yeah. To be fair to, to help crazy. he he booked the only thing I watched in wrestling for three years, four years, or whatever it was with NXT. So he's got. He, I've I've got. Hoping the fact that he can bring them back to some quality, whether he's just he's just gonna put all the stock in all the NXT guys, I don't know, maybe he will, but um, half yeah, of them
0: have fucked off and signed to five year contracts, aren't they now? So he can't get like yeah, Owen, Cole, Cole and, and O'Reilly and all them back. He's the, yeah, he's I got mean, like
1: Champer and things like that, and what's his and face on the other brand? Uh he's just brought him back and he um Carrion Cross. Name? Carrying Cross, yeah, sorry. He, he used to get Champa away there.
0: from the fucking Miz, though, didn't he? Jesus, what?
1: Yeah, definitely. champers you could put, you could hang your hat on Champa as yeah. a as a heel champion, or even as a babyface. Like, he you could do it solid. both, really. He's a good talking, well.
0: this is this is Vince all over, though. It's like you don't watch fucking NXT. You see champer in NXT, and then he goes, "Right, we'll call him up. What if we got for him? The Miz, because that just works, right? Fuck off." Seriously, yeah, um, Helmsley. I'm, ho- I'm hope. I'm hoping. I'm hoping something good comes out of it. SummerSlam was decent from what I've, from what I can gather. Um, I haven't watched it because you know, you know, you, you have that fear <laughs> before you go into a WWE pay per view, and you just go, "This is, is going to be like four hours of my life where it's just going to be taken away from me." Yeah,
1: it. but um, we'll I
0: might. I might drop in, and I don't think cover. it's. I don't think
1: it's one of those. It's a bit like. uh like a football team, and it? it just needs a bit of time. You give it a bit of time, a bit of money.
0: Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust Eric Ten Hag. He needs, needs a Triple H fucking all or nothing.
1: <laughs> oh dear.
0: Um, so Show that's me your first f- one. It? Show me your fucking integrity.
1: <laughs> nice guest appearance there for Mikel Arteta. Um, <laughs> Old Lego hair himself. Um so my my next one is it's quite comedic really. <laughs> uh it comes from ex uh, ex wrestling megastar uh you all know him. You all know him. Uh Virgil or Vincent in his WCW days. Um widely known to have this is quite uh Quite sort of prominent. He's got a bit of a hog on him. Let's say that. I bet um, his
0: arm older than Apple.
1: <laughs> he's on some. He was on uh, someone's podcast. I don't even know what the podcast is. The Breadstick Diaries podcast. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> uh, he was asked a question by host. Funnily <laughs> lost, enough, lost on me. <laughs> funnily enough, the host was called Vinny Vegas. You know, this podcast is quite heavily inspired by Mr. Kevin Nash. <laughs> and that's one right. of his former gimmicks. Mini Vegas asked him this question, apparently. He said to him, so uh, what's, your, what's your number, Virgil? How many girls have you uh, have girls over, over your years? And he just sort of blindly said, I don't know, maybe like worldwide, probably a million, a million. Okay. So you look at that, your first statement, you think, Fuck it. hell, that's a lot. But me, me being me, I had to go and do the maths, I'm afraid. <laughs> He's 60 years old. 60 years old. So from birth, he would have had to have had sex with 46 women a day. Uh, and obviously, you probably take off 12 years, 12 to, I don't know, 12 to 15 years of that before he became active. So it's even more so, even a smaller time frame. One... Automatically, he's talking absolute bollocks. Let's be honest. Two, who's counting? <laughs> who's counting once you go past a hundred or three hundred like, or whatever? Do you know what I mean?
0: The only way I can see, the way I can see, it is he's like he's having these crazy fucking orgies every night, and he's just at the end of the night he's stood there with a clip board and going, "I take your name." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gotta take you my records. Yeah. I've got I've
0: got I've got a database. I've just learned how to use Excel.
1: <laughs> well done, your number 800,000. <laughs> do
0: you reckon these uh, are all, like do you reckon these are all the rats that fucking like everyone else just went no, no thanks. The, the dicky yeah. slater looking type ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that the absolute wrong ends. He just just sort of hoovered them all up into a hotel room and going, right, who's first?
0: <laughs> yeah. they, all were, yeah. they were all going for D.B. obviously but D.B. was a devout Christian, so we just went, oh no, Virgil, you can have this uh, this fucking pl- plethora of, of fanny that's coming all the way down.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he, he, the oh, thing God. is, with him, he's an absolute moron in the first place, so you sort of expect a statement like that. There's that Obviously, there's that really famous photo of him where he's at like some sort of fan convention. And He just sat there with like famous WWF wrestler Virgil. Nobody's caring for him. Nobody wants to see him. <laughs> <laughs> so a statement like this, it doesn't surprise me at all, to be honest. Um, I do yeah, feel I feel bad
0: for him because thought... that has got cancer.
1: I know, but it's one of them things where it's like I didn't search this or anything. It just it just popped up on my Facebook like randomly from like Sport Bible or some shit like that. Someone had liked it. This is like. What the fuck? It's just one of them funny stories. It just comes out of nowhere, really. I just I sent it to you, and it was just like Jesus.
0: (laughs) You see, right? Part of me thinks he's done this as a laugh, right? He's not being. I can't see him being serious because do you not remember about six months to a year ago? It was he was trying to he was trying to like rib Cornet and like. Putting all this stuff out on the thing about Cornet, calling him all this like the King of fucking steaks and all this shit, and he? just really <laughs> weird, really weird stuff. Because he's, I think he just thinks he's funny, and I think he's, he just puts this shit out to just like tickle himself, right? And it's, yeah. but he just comes across like absolute fruit I know he's got cancer at the moment, so you know I hope Does he's he? doing well. But yeah, well, well, I don't know. I've seen a picture of him and he said he was going for chemotherapy but fuck knows it's like it's, it's not as obvious as, a, as like a Mongo McMichael thing where you can visibly see that guy he's fucked you yeah. I mean? like, yeah you never know with Virgil he's like he's, he's like the I think his whole life's a work <laughs> genuinely <laughs> he's, fucking, he's off his head <laughs> fuck but, yeah, yeah, just, after... it just tickled
1: me when I saw it. <laughs> it's just one of them that just sort of you just makes you
0: laugh. <laughs> when you should, when you said it to me, I was just fucking laughing. my Bollocks off and just not surprised in the slightest. Thought like, it's just the fucking this is the ramblings of a, the insane that he comes out with all the time. Well, <laughs> he's, he's he's got to be my crating of the week. Simply, simply because Helmsley was Helmsley's. I, yeah, I get. And Flair, he's he's had enough cretin, cretinous love. Yeah, and put someone just, else on
1: there. Put someone else on the award, shall we? Is he is giving I'll, it to Virgil? I'll give
0: it, I'll give it all: Virgil, Vincent, Mike, Mike, whatever Van he's Dake. called, Mike Jones. I think he's no, I think He's called Mike Jones. Vir, Virgil Vincent Van Dyke. Virgil <laughs> Vincent Van Dyke, Vincent Van Gogh, whatever you want to call him. Um, well done, Verge. Well done, son. Well done, Verge. Well Have you done, Virg- Virg- been through a million course. women?
1: You've just won Cretin of the Week.
0: Well done. I know that even beats your IC belt run. <laughs> um, In fact, speak- I don't even think he had the IC belt. I think he just had the million dollar belt. Million dollar belt, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, um, but anyway,
1: speak- speaking of hogs, um, <laughs> let's, hey, get to our main, let's get uh, main wild teacher. on them.
0: <laughs> let's go wild um, on these hogs, man. Let's get
1: let's get to business. Um, what we're here, what we're all here for. Um, well, what
0: we're here for first is get your motor running, head out on the highway. Eric's looking for adventure or whatever comes his way.
2: Less than an hour from an icon of democracy and the geographic center of these United States, through the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota, a small town of sixty five hundred people lies in wait. Since 1938, enthusiasts have
0: gathered here for something more than just riding a machine between your legs.
2: It is known simply as Sturgis, the motorcycle rally of the world. A quarter of a million bikers are jammed into this small town for racing, festivities, and the biggest biker party on the planet. New to the mix this year, World Championship Wrestling arrives, proving that this annual event will truly be hog wild.
0: Let's do this
1: shit. So we got uh we got to uh Eric's sort of dream is uh what he'd been building up to for weeks on weeks and weeks on nitro, and he um
0: wasn't even on it.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) That's just about it. He was too busy in the crowd, wasn't he? He was just he was out and about like testing out Harleys and stuff. Um so we're at here we are, that's Sturgis. WCW Hog Wild 1996. Before um, that,
0: did you see the disclaimer that they put on? It said all the views of the NWO don't necessarily reflect WCW. I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, that was it good. Makes it looked makes it look really legitimate. Separate entities. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, hundred percent. That was good. And then uh, here we go. Still- it shows <laughs> Mount Mount, Rush- Ra- Mount Rushmore, an icon of democracy. Is it? Is it really? It's just four fucking faces on a on a rock. And then it says since nineteen thirty eight, uh, this convention has ruined the peace and quiet in Sturgis. It didn't say <laughs> that, but it fucking I bet it did. It was <laughs> atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. It was very it like
1: patriotic look back at the history of this stupid event, wasn't it? It was yeah, like it was, uh, this, this is what it's all about. <laughs> Lord, I load of to be honest. On bikes. If you no he listen really carefully, though, you could just hear the sound of Eric fapping away in the corner. <laughs> I, don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. It might have been just me. Um, in
0: his headlamp.
1: <laughs> um, we even got a little clip of Eric on his uh, on his hog. I don't know if you saw that.
0: He was he was motoring yeah. away, loving it, loving it. Saw him all with his dyed <laughs> hair in the wind, no helmet. Shame, shame nobody went over though. a stone or something bumping the road. <laughs> and this is alive
2: with a sound. Of- with World Championship Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Black Hills of South Dakota. Welcome to the 56th annual Harley Rally. 250,000 fighters are here and World Championship wrestling here for WCW All Wild. Ladies and gentlemen, so good to have you with us. And along with the American dream, Dusty Rhodes and Bobby the Brain Heenan, this is Tony Schiavone. Of what we have behind us. But there's another roar that will happen tonight. The roar of the collision between Dusty, the New World Order, and World Championship Wrestling. Well, I tell you what, Bobby and Tony, this truly is the American dream right out here. It is a night for freedom on this pay per view. But let me tell you something. What needs to happen is the giant must counteract the Hulk Hogan syndrome, I call it. The man that has been on every big pay per view. The man that has record crowd throughout the world the man with the experience and the man that sold out sold the world out the giant now must carry the banner tonight at hog wild for wcw Bobby.
1: but we uh we eventually got away from that pretty fucking worthy little package and we get to um <laughs> the announced team <laughs> and um boy oh boy dusty is back but what on earth is he wearing
0: <laughs> well, um, I've put Dusty and Sony look like rejects in the Blue Oyster Bar in uh, Police Academy and uh, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Heenan, business casual <laughs>
1: <laughs> They never get it right, do they? they literally, um, they're never <laughs> they're matching or anything
0: <laughs> them, them and the devilish women, they just never, there's always one fucker who's just like a bit of a maverick can't. it's usually, it's usually does wants, wants to get somewhere quickly.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, t- Tony Chivoni opens to fucking revving engines and horns, which is gonna piss me the fuck off for three <laughs> hours. And it's like, and he puts over this wet dream of bishops, like it was, it's the greatest thing. But what you can tell by his face, he's like, he's not here, it. It. he didn't want to be there either. Yeah, he's <laughs> just it. like, I'm happy to get a job, daddy.
1: Yeah, does Steel just do anything? But mm-hmm. like, he's not—he's not bothered. He's just happy to just talk shit for three hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: The fucking bikes are just the most—they're just the most obnoxious fucking vehicle on the planet. Yeah, they
1: get—they get, they get fucking worse as the, as the event goes on, don't they? Especially in one match, which was quite unsavory. But we'll get to that later. Massively unsavory. Um, so opening contest, which was, you know, quite. Quite on paper, could you know, could be quality yeah. cruiserweight uh, so, titles on the line?
0: Tony says that uh, this is the biggest thing in our sport as well. But everything that happens in WCW is the biggest thing in our sport. So, Tony Schiavone, <laughs> everything says it every fucking time.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, he's very much a company man, isn't he? Schiavone absolutely loves it. Um, he just don't get him, just
0: don't
1: get him. That's all. Even now. Um it's the, it's the original Michael Cole, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit. I think Michael Cole's a bit better than him, though, to be fair. <laughs> you
0: That's can't saying much worse, can you?
1: <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, so opening contest after a bit of, obviously, back and forth between the announced team and the going on about NWO and all sorts. We get a Cruiserweight title match, which was between Rey Mysterio Jr., the champion... Uh, and ultimate dragon, but were they were they were they not allowed to call him that or something? No, no, sorry, it's Ultimo Dragon, but they were They called him Ultimate Dragon, didn't they? I don't know if there was sort of was there any copyright infringements there or something. Or
0: I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's some, I don't know the chronology of it. It could be that he possibly just refined his name at some possibly, point. If, possibly no for the like American
1: audience or something just changed it. But
0: possibly, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know too much about the guy to be fair no, he's uh, no. I know he's like a legend like a sort of Japanese legend but you know other than it's that Japanese, it's Japanese
1: Mercedes
0: he is he is a Lexi he really is
1: <laughs> Um you'll be happy Mike Excalibur was back for this one um, back and oh, nice back guy. and better than ever um, Ray came out and he looked like Spider-Man he looked fucking mint <laughs>
3: yeah
1: he was mint <laughs> um it's so strange though, isn't it, when you get an event like this where it's like bright daylight for the for like the opening like couple of hours. Like it is an odd sort of yeah. setting for an event, especially a pay per view. Um, we've had
0: that the nitros when they've been at Disney. Do you know what I mean? That's always started in the, in the daylight. It's odd.
1: yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel it doesn't uh, to me that doesn't feel as like as bad because it was a TV a pay-per-view like we know yeah. not want to do wrestlemania at like big open stadiums in like florida or whatever and it is like daylight for the first like two or three hours it's always a yeah. odd one for me anyway um
0: because we forget that that's filmed in the afternoon in america where we're watching it at two in the fucking morning so that's
1: it. yeah that's it it's, it's a strange one um first ever meeting between these two guys apparently um i find i, I find that hard to believe that they hadn't crossed paths but apparently so um Bobby Bobby does well to sort of hearken back to the attack from the outsiders a couple of weeks beforehand saying that Ray can't be hundred percent. He obviously got launched into the <laughs> to the trailer by Nash. Um crowds chanting USA, but like I know Ray is American, but like he's not he's, he's not billed as American.
0: Kidding, <laughs> so like uh, so like awesome. is that is that <clears throat> like is that I think a that's a racist? Uh... yeah, it could be, couldn't it? That's what <laughs> yeah, I saw it. We at. don't want to see you two, kind of thing. Because obviously, Gray
1: is was, was he from San Diego or something like that? Yeah, something remember. like that. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> so, he was a... obviously
0: Mexican heritage,
1: so. yeah, of course. Um, what did you think of this
0: opening contest? <laughs> um. It was fairly short. It came in just just over eleven minutes. Um, I thought they both looked great. I thought they looked really colourful and superheroy. Um, yeah. But it's another it's another cold cold match. It was you know purely for the in ring. There's nothing nothing else so, to it. Yeah. I thought that dragon ultimate dragon would remove that neck gimmick because how the fuck can you wrestle in that neck and shoulder thing that he it does? It's mad. Um yeah. it's like you like you alluded to, it was their first meeting, but they had tag together. Yeah. It said. Uh there was a nice grappling and mat work to start. Um there was a nice older arm drag, 8.5 on the steamboat. It was uh yeah. really nice. Ray starts working the legs, which is smart because he's he's against a taller guy. Um then the race, the redneck races shit starts early. Chatting USA, completely pointless having this here. I don't understand. Don't understand why they even fucking bothered. Oh, Eric Bischoff, that's the reason. They both do backflips. Don't know Not why. Exactly. <laughs> it's fast. There's kip-ups. Crowd still chatting USA, bunch of cunts. Um, Ultimate Dragon, lovely drop kick, and a, a running power bomb, no cover. Uh does a modified figure four. Uh then you mentioned Liger's brain tumour, which uh, which was Weird that they dropped that in there, but they did. Uh, it was slower than they expected, but it had like it was like the Eddie, um, the Eddie match with uh, what's his face? Uh, Pat's in a mask. What was he called? Oh. No, no, no. Oh, what was uh, he called?
1: I know what you mean El, El Leggero or something. The...
0: No, he's like British, El Gato, I
1: mean. El Gato. Longato, El Gato. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It was like that. It was like slower than I'd burst of speed. Um. It's a nice crucifix backbreaker and a reverse surfboard by Dragon. There was some really nice stuff in it. I mean, springboard drop kick and plunge by Ray gets the first pop of the night. That got a big pop. And that's when I realised that the fucking, there's a massive drop. There's like an bit yeah. out outside and this fucking ginormous drop. <laughs> Mad bastards. Um, that was a crazy dive by Ray. Yeah, I'm surprised, surprised he, he did that. Trip, I'm not. They're all off their heads, aren't they? So <laughs> this is the problem with Lucha. If you do initiate, you're gonna you're gonna run the risk of doing something mental. Uh, top rope rounder gets uh, the second pop. Ray's uh, Ray's getting over slowly with him, but you know they're, they're there and they're watching, and they probably can't be asked with a lot of it. But when they're seeing all these high spots, you know people people warm to high spots. Yeah. Uh Springbok. There was a springboard cross-rod it into, a, into Dragon's drop kick by Ray and it just took him out completely. It was a nice kick. Skin the cat, and then he skins the cat evading Ray and then it, like, he did a dive combo with it, which was quite cool. Uh, German with a bridge, lovely. James with a bridge, anything with a bridge does me. They always love good, it don't they? And then um, an Asai Moonsault by Ultimate Dragon. The original Asai Moonsault, because he invented it, and Jericho nicked it because his last name is Asae. <laughs> that's all I oh, know. Oh, you mean him. the Lion Salt—the the one that Jericho? No, that, the Asae Moon Salt. Yeah, it, that's what Jericho calls it, doesn't he? The Lion Salt. Yeah, but it's, yeah. He, originally, he originally did it. Um, I didn't know that. Did you not? No, you I thought don't. it was common knowledge. then there's like power bombing to raise in, the sort of power bombing and raid hurricane Ryan is in, which was cool. I like Ray, Ray can sort of pull out a hurricane Ryan from fucking any, yeah. anything. He is the king of the hurricane Ryan. Uh, and then the pace ups big. That's very, a, a very modern thing where it's like the last sort of the two, last three five, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It just ups like fuck. Um, springboard top rope Frankensteiner at the second attempt for three. I thought it was a nice, decent opener. And, they actually, it actually got the got over with the crowd eventually. So, mm. you know, it, it's pumped the crowd up and they're, they're a tough fucking crowd. And it's not like they're just booing. They've got them stupid fucking engines to rev. So, you know, it could, they could have drowned the fuck out of it. But no, they they, yeah. they, they put on a nice little opener and, and it got over. Yeah. What about you, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, a bit similar to
1: you. I mean, I thought it was a little bit messy at times, but there was a few little bits and pieces yeah. that were... You know, I don't know if that's just whatever it is because they've touched for the first time that there's just there's gonna be a couple of T V issues or whatever. Um awesome. I, I love watching Ray though. You know, you're always gonna get you're gonna get excitement out of it no matter what, whether it is there is a couple of odd little bits and pieces that are a bit off. It's just so in he's he's such a I hate to use this this term, he's such a generational talent, isn't he? He's like the ultimate. He is, he is like, I uh, we use that use that in football every every five minutes these days. But like he is, I mean, this is what twenty odd year, well, twenty years ago, is it twenty more than twenty years ago? Sorry, and
0: he could still, years ago. He
1: could still, even to this day, he still got it in him to do stuff like this. He's an absolute, just he's an utter legend. I think he's he's so yeah. underappreciated for what he did for that sort of style of wrestling and like and the way. he it. Like, yeah, and like you, 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 he's still going now. And from as far as I can know, he's he's met, he's probably had injuries over the years, but he's never had anything serious. And that sort of speaks to the the sort of talent of him that he's he is even though he does this mad shit, he is still pretty safe. he's he's the ultimate yeah. professional. He's not a sin car by any means.
0: Um, so from that one guy that he six one nine, and then uh, and died. <laughs> you joking? Um, do you not know about
1: that? Shut up, man.
0: <laughs> Honestly, no. Seriously, Google it after Perro Aguayo <laughs> Junior. I think he was called. Um, but Are you yeah, having me on here? No, I'm genuinely. I think he's <laughs> six well, from what from what I can gather. It was a while ago. He's six one nine. The guy in Mexico caught him with his knee brace, and the guy had some sort of aneurysm or something.
3: <laughs> that makes I'm me look even, stupid, doesn't so, it? Okay,
0: <laughs> honestly after after this google google it and i'm this isn't laughing at a guy dying this is just laughing at my dropping a clanger. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's before my time so let me off um it was about, about, about six years ago but um, <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> i swear to whatever's upstairs shut
1: up man that's mental that i've never even heard I ca- how could that have how could that have passed me by i don't understand how that's passed me by i'm
0: pretty sure it was him they can't be man
1: you're talking shit uh anyway I mean,
0: I'd, I'd, I'd google it but i don't like dead air <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh anyway back to the match i thought did you notice that they did that annoying thing that I, it's a real like bugbear with me where like they fuck a spot up and then they do it again for the finish yeah i hate that i can't stand that just do something else uh because it just it just shows that you fucked it up the first time but uh, it, it, it was an all right, match. Like you said, it was. It's a tough fucking crowd, and to get them into it, then you've done all right. So I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as Ray Ray's other matches that he's had, like with with Dean or with Eddie or whoever else. Sorry, not Eddie. Um, who else was he in there with? Um, what was that other guy who was in there with the big fucking Brian Mayhair? <laughs> what was his
0: oh, psychosis! Uh,
1: yeah, that, that was they they were better actually. <laughs> <is>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. In 2015, Mysterio was wrestling in Mexico during a tag team match. During the match, Mysterio hit Pedro Agua- Aguayo Ramirez with a flying kick. One of um, one of Mysterio's most memorable moves. When Mysterio connected with Ramirez, he fell unconscious on the ropes. When it happened, no one realized how serious. Ramirez was injured. After a few minutes, they realised Ramirez was unconscious and stopped the match. Ramirez died in hospital the next day. That's me. I've never heard that story. Fucking hell, that's crazy. I don't know how that sort of passes by. Um Yeah,
1: honestly, I-, I thought
0: you'd have heard of that.
1: That sounds to me though like one of them absolute freak accidents.
0: Oh yeah, like, I'm it's not. It's like it He didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, it's like, just, Do you know what I mean? It's just one of them. Well you've got an e-brace crazy, right? and you're doing that. It's gonna if you catch someone with a fucker, it's gonna work, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I can't believe I've never mm. heard that, but look at hell, that's a bit mad. Uh um, anyway,
0: moving on, fuck Sturgis Rally, fuck Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Who yeah, gives a for, shit? Thanks for burying me there, eh? Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got my Helmsley shuffle out and I'm doing <laughs> the shit properly. Um there was Bobby a bit of more- mocks it. Did you did you hear about Bobby Heenan mocking the Sturgis rally when he said uh, some of them bikes you've got to pedal up a hill? Which <laughs> I thought it was a nice little bit. Sorry, I will just just cut in there with some Heenan. what, what were we gonna say. Uh,
1: there was a bit more Sturgis propaganda from Shivani and stuff like that, and you can yeah. tell it's a bit it's a bit like like you were saying before, like he doesn't want to be saying this. He just it's not from what you can gather from Shavani, he's a bit of a He's an alright guy by the looks of it. He's a bit shit on comedy, ain't he? But he sounds like a decent ish bloke. Can't imagine this as his sort of crowd. Um...
0: notorious, notorious Shagger as well. <laughs> million of,
1: million, got, is it? Well
0: he's got about hundred kids, hasn't he?
1: Has
0: he? Yeah, do, have you never heard that famous Arn Anderson quote where he rocks up in in a in like a minivan to go to the airport and he opens his door? gets out the door and you can hear out fucking ten screaming kids in the back of this minivan and he closes the door and Anderson walks up to him and goes fucking hell Shivani, you've got enough coming you to shampoo a buffalo
1: (laughs) 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 fucking hell that's
0: (laughs) That's what you get from us boys
1: <laughs> uh what come showers?
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And speaking of cum showers, why is Eric Bischoff on it?
1: That's the oddest thing to me. Like I thought he would have been loving it, just sat up there on commentary. It's just nowhere yeah. to be seen, was he? Is this anything to do with like him being sort of like behind the shadows for the NWO thing? Or
0: I think he's just in the production shop going, get a shot of that guy, he's got a great beard. Oh great, get, get, get that guy with a leather waistcoat on. <laughs>
1: Um yeah, I mean it's an odd one, isn't it? But we must move on to our uh our second contest. Hot rivalry, big rivalry this. It's nuclear. It's, uh, it's <laughs> the former tag team partners. Um Scott Norton versus Ice Train. Um Ice Train came out and he had like taping it on his shoulder. Yeah, I don't no know what kind of happened sense. there. They didn't really like they didn't show a clip or anything, or what happened. They did later say that the giant attacked giant. him, yeah.
3: but we didn't and know Teddy.
1: that. And Teddy Long, yeah, I know that. Didn't the didn't Teddy get pushed over by someone the other week? That was that was that was Scott Norton. That wasn't was it, I think. that
0: was when he tried to separate them two, wasn't it? And uh, uh, yeah, Teddy's been getting a bit of shit recently. Bless him, fucking hell. Um, no, they just don't like they tech have, matches.
1: They could have put. They could have put a thirty-second package together just to show what's happened to add a bit of context, couldn't they? Fucking hell! Well, it apparently um,
0: happened on on the pre-show sort of dark match gimmick. So maybe they didn't got
1: the have time. Oh, come on, they could have got the yeah, footage together. Uh, surely
0: we 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 all know how, how long it takes to edit stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some longer than others. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, as as you would expect from the heel in the situation, Scott Norton goes straight for the the injured arm. It's just a bullseye it. in it. It's just stand, standard storytelling in this type of match. Um, and it's pretty much... Well,
0: it, need, it, need, it needed something like that, because it was flatter than fucking a witch's tip, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was.
1: yeah. When when I said when I, if you are listening, when I said it was a hot view, that was sarcasm. If you didn't quite get that, <laughs> it's colder than you can expect. It, it, it's ice train. It's uh, it's 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 shit. Uh, it's colder than this bush. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's going. He's 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 going straight for the arm. Uh, you get the odd hope spot with with ice train firing himself up and that uh, getting a couple of couple of shots and a couple of you know scoop slams and stuff like that. It's always just go straight back to the arm, which is good to be fair, you know. But again, he just sort of he continues to get cut off from it. He not, he locks in like a sort of armbar type hold. I don't know exactly what it was. Um, Number eight hundred and thirty-eight. a <laughs> <Armbar>. uh, <laughs> Referee calls for the bell. Norton wins it by submission, fairly dominant, but it doesn't necessarily hurt Ice Train that much because he was fucked. This is what uh, i thought,
0: but um he's got an out because as a baby face he's got an out because you know, because of the thingy because uh, of the arm injury and it furthers the feud. I mean, he did some nice one arm hope spots. Fuck you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Um it was there was a lot more psychology to it than I expected. Uh, I thought when he came out, Ice Train looked more of a star than Norton with his Definitely. cool electro with his cool electro music that he had going on. Um <laughs> all in all, it, just, it, it was it did exactly what he needed, so it wasn't Anything special, but it wasn't they could have offensive made it, in any way.
1: It would have been so much better if they'd have just shown, just like I said, just 15 seconds just to show the context yeah. of his injury. And it 100%. would have been a, a solid, just nothing crazy, like a feud-furthering match. So that's what it is, isn't it? And I didn't mind
0: it, to be fair. I didn't mind it that much. It wasn't offensive at all. Or... But the feud wouldn't have been furthered by it at all by it because... The Giants attacked him, not Scott Norton. Yeah, and the uh, Giant coming to his ice train, going to be the next guy for the fucking belt or something. Do you know what I
1: mean? I doubt it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he had, didn't he have? He's already had a, a, a already had one back, on him. Didn't he? yeah, he did. In, the other but, shop,
1: yeah. Didn't he in about 30 seconds, I think. Um, yeah, so <laughs> from the world heavyweight champion, um, the giant. The world heavyweight champion, that is. Um, he doesn't like to talk about it
0: though, does he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so we move on from that. We get a, a flair sort of video package talking about the attack on and this was really good. I thought,
0: yeah, yeah, I did. Really? It's the most real I've ever seen him on this run,
1: yeah, like just completely stripped back, really toned down, like from the sort of crazy, amped up, you know, pissed off his brain guy Usual he has been. yeah, like really serious nice and refreshing like i say compared to the sort of hyperactive character he's been playing and he says like some really good lines he said that no matter what what the situation where he is he's always going to be there for arm his best friend and all this and he said that the horseman and nwo can't cannot coexist so i'm expecting some sort of war games down the down the. Down the road somewhere, I don't know if that happens. I'm sure. I'm sure it does at some point. But
0: Fall well, Brawl is war games our next pay per view. So,
1: well, maybe maybe that was a subtle setting up for it. So we'll have to see. um Unless what do you reckon?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you reckon?
0: I thought it was great. I thought it was the the, the most real I've, I've seen him on this run. I thought it was legitimate. I thought everything about it was great, and I think it's uh some nice foreshadowing. I like the whole. It was like an u- Uber babyface promo, like us versus them. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take you down. I mean, spoilers they probably won't, but you Honestly. know, it was it was nice. Nice while it lasted. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then we get to uh, clearly a match that Eric Bischoff booked in his fantasy world. Um, bike versus bike. Battle producer, of the Bike. Versus Nicarno. Now I have been looking forward to this, and yeah,
1: I hate Eric <laughs> Um Yeah, Sonny, Sonny Uno. Oh no, is it? So I don't know how to pronounce it. He come okay. out on on a very typically <laughs> slightly racist bike. Or <laughs> Honda! With the like, this, the, just like the decals on it, with like the rising sun and stuff, and it was just like was so like cliche. Um, they'd obviously done that. They obviously made that bike especially for it. Um, this, is, this
0: is what they've done. It's, it was Honda Japanese versus Harley American. So
1: yeah. Medusa was billed as like a motorcycle enthusiast. She couldn't have looked any less comfortable riding that bike. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I, 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 it looked like. It, it Looked like it was the first time she'd ever sat on one of them things,
0: like, yeah. She'll she'll draw the energy of a woman that clearly prefers four wheels, <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, she, she likes a bit of a monster truck these days, doesn't she? She
3: certainly
0: does not uh, she? <laughs> the car, um, all well, no, look fucking mint, though, genuinely unhinged, fucking lunatic with that hair, it's great,
1: yeah. But I, I saw it in a different way, like. She may very well be one of the... Considered to be one of the best women wrestlers at the time. I think the hair's shit. I really do. Really? <laughs> she looks like one of them little troll dolls. You know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I mean... <laughs> um, no. I, she She's good in the ring. Like, But I don't know. I just, the look just doesn't work for me. That's just my opinion, though. Um... Jump start from old bull Nicano. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, Dusty shouted, she's got numchucks or something. <laughs> like just constantly shouting. It. I didn't know what he was going <laughs> on about. Um, yeah. And I thought it I didn't know it was a D no DQ match. No, I don't. I mean, There's no it, context to it. It, was, it wasn't listening, it was just known as it was a bike versus a bike. Um and then, as you as you would expect, USA's chance start almost instantly <laughs> from pretty much minute one. It's just standard in it from this crowd in particular. I mean, you get it at a lot of the crowds anyway. But um, what did you reckon to this? Because you, I, I mean, I've not really heard of Bullvacaño that much. To be fair, obviously, no Medusa. But what did you reckon to this?
0: Um, it just it was it was super racist. <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was like they were just exploiting the fact that the crowd are clearly racist. Um, <laughs> they're doing the whole, you know, USA versus Japan thing. I mean, Bobby Heenan even got in on the act calling, uh, oh, no, the kamikaze cyclist. And, uh, <laughs> Looks yeah, like. and then, obviously, there's a jump start with Nunchucks. Dusty is fucking apoplectic. Um, <laughs> rags are about. I love how she bridged out of the pin at the start. That was... Fucking superb. She really she really is athletic. She gets some hope spots from a juicer with sling blades. Um there's a lovely submission move by Nakano, Um and Heenan says it's called the Japanese pretzel. So <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> um it was boring chance after a while, which was pitiful. Uh Frankensteiner for two, wheel kick, big lariat by Bull Nakano, a German with a bridge for two. By Medusa and then Bulldoze one two, back suplex for two, but they celebrate as a three. Oh no, gets the sledgehammer out, goes to the Harley, hits it, um, and then apparently there's a DQ. And Medusa smashes the fucking Honda for a pop. Uh, the bikes were shit, and it could have been decent. I just, I just thought it was an absolute waste of something that could have been fucking quality.
1: Yeah. The finish was an absolute fucking train wreck, wasn't it? Let's be honest.
3: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Like you said, like, the ref counts are free, but then he says no. They're grabbing the sledgehammer, smacking about Medusa's bike. And then... Like, and then Medusa grabbed the hammer and started smashing up the Honda, and then Baldacarna was just watching her do it. Like, just stood there, like, watching her. It just makes no sense. Um... And then and then they and then they detailed that apparently Medusa won because Nakano Nakano's shoulders were down. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. So at the end,
0: it makes no sense.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was just a shit show, wasn't it? It really was. It, it, it's annoying because there's obviously talent in both ladies. Uh, I've seen Medu- more of Medusa than than Bull Nakano, but you, you've spoken very highly of it. Why not just let them have a singles match? I don't get why they don't have a women's title. Just stick it on Medusa. and Just have a go against like some of these talent they've bringing in from Japan, whoever, or Mexico, whoever. Um, it makes no sense to me. They don't have a women's division, do they at all? They just basically no. have Medusa.
0: <laughs> it's it's really strange. And this is why this is why she came over to WCW. She came over to WCW. Put the belt, the the WWF belt in the bin. Like, like a yeah. big angle. Because they didn't really have a women's division, and she's—it just wasn't a women's division in the '90s anywhere really, unless she went to Glow, yeah. which is, was like the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and at least, that was at more had a, a title belt, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but they sat really? that off until until sort of the late '90s, until yeah. you know your, your leaders and your tristratuses and and whatnot were coming through.
1: It's a shame because, like you said, she's a bit like before. She's sort of ahead of her time, was not she? You, you, I mean, if she, if she was knocking about in the you know maybe not even well late nineties, early two thousands, you could have made
0: a real star out of her. But she a, should have just gone to fucking all Japan and in the nineties because their women's division was fucking ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Um, shame, really. But um, we move on to a match to that
0: a lot better.
1: A match that was. Really high up on our sort of expectations list for for this pay per view in particular, which has actually had a decent-ish build as well for once.
0: Well, it's had a build, yeah. It's
1: been—I mean, not crazy or anything like that—but it's actually been something they've sort of built towards. They've had little altercations on for the last few weeks on on TV at least. Um
0: Do you not see I, the, the the parallels to WCW in the nineties and AEW? A little bit, you yeah. Not, you not see it? It's, so, it's such a W sub. It's, it's booked very WCW, C- w- a- w- there are,
1: there are, there are There are some similarities, Great. definitely. Um, but I just thought this should be absolutely quality. Um, Malenko comes out and he's sort of been spoken to by Jimmy Hart and I was thinking, oh, God, please don't oh, let him no. be managing him. He Luckily, he fucked off. So. That's,
0: the first things I put were, fucking Hart, at least he fucked off.
1: <laughs>
0: um Benoît's
1: accompanied by by the devilish women uh, as uh, as Dusty would say classic. Um was it new music for Benoît? I, I couldn't tell if it was new. I think new. so, yeah. I didn't recognize that music. Um this match was good, but it's I've seen better from both of these on this run for me. Oh yeah, me too. I thought it was good though. Um Benoit was like starting starting hot with like a nice double leg takedown. You don't sort of see stuff like that very often. It was very like shoot style, wasn't it? Um And I just put like both of these blokes. They're not going to be afraid to fucking leave it in a bit, are they? Do you know what I mean? They're going to they're going to leave leave something on each other. Um Bobby Bobby's put in Dean over like fuck he's like I would say he's more he said he said something like I'd say he's more like the man of 3,000 holes never mind 1,000 because he's that good I think that's just really good just quality heel sympathizer manager like uh, commentator sorry he's so good at that Um, which is
0: crazy because Benoit should be the fucking heel just the way he
1: wrestles should be but it's just sort of the horsemen are sort of so over, aren't they? It's sort of naturally they just become baby faces like the opposing group to NWO, yeah. I guess. Yeah, uh, so just, proxy. Yeah. Um there was a there was a good sort of pinning combination sort of will they, won't they? They did sort of slightly they, they couldn't get it first of all, the bridge, you know, in the middle of the ring. They, they they kind of had a little bit of difficulty getting it in the first time. I don't know if you spotted it, but they yeah. They, but they, they they worked through it, and it doesn't. I, I don't think you know when I was saying before Like, that little gripe I have where they do spots again. It didn't. I don't think it, it didn't hurt harm it as much for me here because it's like that's a really difficult move to do, like especially like that 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 bridge in the middle of the ring. you both sort of do you know do you know which spot I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, Malenko, I've said this a lot. He's like an artist watching in the, the ring, like just the way he transitions from hold to hold. Uh, armed like just the way just like he will do like an arm drag and they straight into an out like a short arm break and it's just like it's so seamless it's like you just don't see that from like he's so he's he's so underappreciated so under like underrated i think i don't know if oh, you had him right. on when we did our underrated wrestlers and stuff like that. i think you might have touched on him but he's yeah. definitely he's definitely in that category um <laughs> the break, like Bobby started ripping on some of the bikers in the crowd, like just like by the, from like the looks of him and the and the, the horns and stuff like that. Um, I thought I thought it was good up to sort of like up to a point, and I got a little bit frustrated with it because it was like they they were having a really good match, and then it's like five minutes left announced by the the announcer. Yeah, I'm thinking, why are they announcing that? Because they didn't mention there was a time limit. And I'm thinking, right, this is going to a time limit draw them. And I was like, okay, that works for me. And then they restarted it, which annoyed me a little bit. I don't know what what did you think about that?
0: There's no it's, it's the consistency issue that we have with them. Yeah. With the with the refs as well. Every match should should be a, when when you announced coming down to the ring, that well, well, this match is scheduled for 30 minutes time limit or an hour time limit because if you if you announce it for one nine times out of ten people are gonna and go, go oh it's gonna be a time limit draw yeah well if that's that's exactly
1: them, that's why i announced that that's why i thought instantly when i heard that i was like oh there! Well, i know what's gonna happen now which which annoyed me because i was really i was getting into it at that point um but i mean the map you can't fault the match these two are just Highest of high quality in the ring, um and they were having a belter. What did you reckon up to that point? Anyway, obviously like the first sort of section of the match, I'd say.
0: So they've come down with he's come down with Liz and Woman, and it's like I thought. Oh, oh they've not got the memo. But then I realised they're both playing up to the crowd. One's Liz is all in leather and fucking Woman dressed like Uncle Sam. It's like let's go, super fucking racist yeah. americano so obviously you mentioned the takedown which was really really good and they just go at each other from the fucking, from minute one punches kicks knees just a vicious yeah. start back and forth a uh, really nice delayed vertical suplex by dean There was like quick pins trying to put him put him away early um there's some nasty work by uh benoit guillotine on the rope and then a leg drop um which so that's just a random move for benoit do you not know think Hogan would have kicked off? Because that's his finish. because mm, you know, a lot of people yeah. like. Do you know when people started using DDTs It's just spots instead of finishes. A lot of, yeah, but was Hogan, was H- would Hogan
1: have even been watching it? He probably, wouldn't probably it not. Fuck,
0: would not give a fuck. Probably getting filleted by fucking Linda in the back. Um, <laughs> some really nice chops, back elbow, just some lovely stuff. And then they then they did this Greco Greco knuckle thing, and with bridges and reversals and. Pinning combos, it was just fucking top tier. It yeah. really was just just really good chain stuff. Um, the strength on both of them to bridge out when they had Joe, when they was sort of like the backslide thing, and then they both bridged yeah. out, it was it was ridiculous. And then he ties Benoit up in some mental sort of double wrist lock Kamora thing. And uh Benoit powers up and picks Dean up and drops him, which was just the strength on him. Yeah. So That's fucking and then does that snap suplex which on par with Dynamite Kid. Um, and Dean pulls out a fucking arm drag out of an abdominal stretch. Yeah. And I was like, fuck me. That's, it was like 8.3 on the Steamboat. It was great. Um, dusty then calls the Millennium limelium because, uh, you know, you've got to get a Dusty <laughs> quality line in there somewhere. Um, it was an
1: absolute s- stunning release German suplex by Dean at one point. Like, oh, yes. Oh, just yeah. absolutely, just brilliant.
0: Any any suplex with a release, as well as any suplex with a bridge, gets yeah. gets gets my uh, gets my donut jamming, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> when they work holds, though, they work them not just as rest holds. They like work the holds.
2: It's yeah. not
0: just like we're knackered. Let's just get a fucking chin lock on. Um, he and him mocking the bikers was great. The crowd was flat as four o'clock. It was fucking dreadful. But what they're doing is just top tier. It's not flashy. It's all snug. It makes yeah. sense. It looks legitimate. That the Swan the Swan Dive headbutt by Benware for two. You know, yeah, still makes me uncomfortable. It took him too long to cover because he hurt himself. I mean, it made sense, but still, uh, he bridged up Tombstone for two. Keep, keep keeps trying to pinning him and getting twos and twos and twos. Superplex with Ben selling the head. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> no wasted. There's just no wasted motion for him. From from to keep that intensity up. Like, it, I mean, all in all, it went 26, 26 minutes, and it's like that, longer oh, than that. See man. that intensity? No, it was 26 and a half minutes. All in all, yeah, and like when when we watched, a card of Jay White and they went twenty five thirty do it wasn't that. or whatever it was 35 minutes. it wasn't that intense no all the way through the, the fact that these guys are conditioned to that degree is just fucking crazy um it's belly to belly overhead with a bridge for two by benoit which was fucking filthy um benoit puts on the lion's saber better than jericho may i just add <laughs> it, it does honestly the, the the way that he had his knee I mean the uh, Miller. yeah Milenko's probably the perfect guy to put it on, but like the speed to go out and the condition is just fucking crazy. Um power bomb for two, and then the timekeeper starts counting down, and I'm thinking it's gonna be a draw, eh? And then another power bomb by Dean for two, and then it goes into overtime. Do you
1: know what though? Just at this point, I'd have been really happy with a time of a draw, actually. Um, yeah, it
0: would have worked, it definitely would have worked, yeah.
1: And I just think it was a bit stupid to say, "Oh, it's a that's the time limit." Oh no, we're gonna have five minutes. I just felt like it was it wasn't needed. Like yeah. it's not like it's a title match where like there has to be a winner or something like that. It's like it's like a, it's just a bit of a much. yeah. Like I would have been I'd been absolutely fine with a with a time limit draw, and the only gripe I had with it is the fact that we didn't know there was one. And and as soon as he said five minutes remain, I was like, "Well, we know it's gonna happen." <laughs> Then it and then it just felt wasted because then they went, Oh no, we're just gonna have another match anyway. Um, like, and then it all sort of there was, he said, We're gonna have five minutes overtime, didn't he? Um, he's saying there has to be a winner. Um, (laughs) Dusty, (laughs) they're going at it again, and Dusty says they've used every word in Mike Tanay's dictionary to beat each other. <laughs> he basically said, I don't fucking know what the moves are called, but Mike does.
0: <laughs> well it was like that the other week where where Chimodi went, um where'd you like where would you get all the oh do you know all the names of the moves? And he said something like, um, well, if you don't know them just make them up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Benoit locks uh, locks in the clover leaf on Dean, which was which was a nice nice spot like that. Um, Dead centre as well. Yeah. Um, woman was like shouting, hang in there, Chris. He's the one who's got the move locked on. maybe not great. It, it wasn't, again, it's one of them where it's like so harrowing to listen to some of the stuff, like the interactions between them. Yeah, saying um, hang in there. Yeah, just a bit. Um, Benoit relinquishes the hold as Dean's not giving up. I didn't get that whatsoever. Why would you do that? That made <laughs> no sense to me.
0: I'm thinking probably just try to you know find a truffle in the pig shit there. Of um, you know if that it's not beating him, this isn't beating him. So I need to find another way to beat him. I don't. But, know.
1: but surely. It will get to the point where he can't take the pain anymore. Ella, Ella, Austin, and and Brett, you know things like that. It just it was a little bit of a small grout with me. Um, <laughs> clash of heads in the corner again. It's always so uncomfortable watching head stuff with Benoit. It just it's, yeah. is one of them. Um, Benoit has a nice lot sort of sort of leg scissor hold locked in on on the left leg of a knee of Dean, which was looked really good. Face was superb though. Again, he kept letting go of the holds, though. It it, it was a bit silly for me. This is what this is where I got away from the match. Like I thought, the first twenty minutes was really good, and then I, the overtime bits didn't work as much for me. And then we go, we go, we go with five minutes. We, we we can't find a winner. And again, he asked for another five minutes. I just found it really like it. It, it was a bit jarring for me. Do you know what I mean? Really? I, I lost, for me, I I feel like the match lost its momentum, and I felt like. That that's just my opinion. Yet yeah, you obviously you you probably think differently. Um, what what did you think of like these overtime sections? Because obviously, it didn't resonate with me as much.
0: I, I I really enjoyed it as a whole, even with the overtime stuff. I mean, they still have the same speed and intensity going into the overtime. Like like you said, he puts out pulls out the clover leaf after all them suplexes, dead center. There's an Insigore Hope spot by Dean, and Benoit bars the leg and works it. The facial's on, Benoit. For a man who couldn't... He had, he had like, natural body charisma, you know, like, with his body language and stuff.
3: Hmm. Like,
0: he couldn't cut a promo for shit, but his facials were great, and the intensity of his face, I mean, obviously he didn't know back then how, how real it was. Um, roll up by Dean, and the bell goes at two, which I liked how they timed it. Perfectly. Mm. Uh, more over time, the crowd starts to boo. Please fuck off. You're watching a clinic, you know it. Uh Dean works Benoit's leg, and then and then an absolute fucking astonishing dragon suplex for two by Benoit with a bridge. Love it. Big bump and clover leaf by uh, by Dean. Woman woman's in interfering roll up tights for free. Absolute clinic. Fucking superb. And the finish worked for me because you weren't expecting it.
1: Mm. I just think I I really enjoyed it. I just think that that last ten minutes just took it slightly out, took it away from me a little bit, which took it away from being like a Ray Dean classic. Um, it
0: didn't need to be. It didn't need to be twenty five minutes, twenty six minutes. It needed, I think, I think twenty would have been would have sufficed. You know what I mean? A definite. Even with that finish, you could have not brought that finishing because it still don't take anything away from from Dean. Because... I just think,
1: yeah, no, the, the finish was fine. The finish was absolutely fine. It's the overtime nonsense that, that, that took me out of it. Because it's like, what's the fucking point of doing like a one-off thing that you do? Like you never do it. They never ever do it. Time limit. What's the point of doing a time limit if you're just gonna fucking have overtime? I just don't get it. It, just, it didn't work True. for me. Um, Fair enough, um, but the match was quality. The in-ring stuff was brilliant, um, and as we ex- as we expected it to be. To be fair, like two of the top technical guys in in, in the business at the time, um, and like you said, the, the the finish itself was was fine. Like it doesn't, it gives, it gives both. It doesn't hurt either man, does it? That's the that's the good thing about it. They can they can possibly have a rematch down the line. I don't know if they will do, but
3: they
0: don't
1: so. tend to, they don't tend to sort of follow up things properly with these feuds. No,
0: like we'll, we'll, probably see, AW.
1: no we'll probably see them. We'll probably see them have a match on Nitro in like two weeks. And that'll be the match. Like just unannounced.
0: It'll just be a random rematch. But well, will, no, one
1: thing, one thing I will say in defense of AW is they announce their time limits every single match. So
0: Yeah. And that's, that's because they need to, because yeah. like, they're going to pull out a time limit draw like, um, is it Danielson Omega? Yeah, is that a time on the draw. You need to, so it's a surprise. Give them that, but that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's like you knew what was going to happen. It was going to be a timely, but then they
1: went back on it anyway. So it just felt like a waste of time doing that.
0: But to me, the only things they really follow up with AEW and WCW is the shit nobody wants to see. They followed up with Tenta fucking Big Bubba, yeah. but umpteen times, and all they're doing now is this Combat Club Jericho shit constantly. Or variations of it, you know. Yeah. And it's like the following up the stuff that you don't want to see when you really want to see. Fucking FTR, fucking lever the books in a third. Well, it's there Turning, turning
1: babyface now. <laughs> yeah,
0: because because FTR are baby babyface.
1: Yeah. Um, you know
0: what it is? It's it's, it's Michael's Brett. He persuaded Matt, uh, Brett to turn heel, and then Michael's fucking wanted to turn heel and take all Brett's heat away off him. And they're gonna try and take the shine off him, but the problem is you can't buy the books as baby faces because they're the most disingenuous pricks ever. <laughs> you know I mean, you know they're just smart. It's like Michaels as a baby as shit. And
1: he's better than them too though, Jesus. You, you yeah, could buy him as a baby face even... better than them two.
0: Oh, I don't know. I think I think they're very much from the Shawn Michaels school of fucking Smarmy cunt, aren't they? So How have
1: we got onto the young Bucks here, by the way? <laughs> that's some segue. Because we were
0: saying we were saying like they don't follow up with the shit you want to see. Yeah. But obviously, you want to see the young Bucks, I you just want to see beat them.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think the young Bucks will be going for them trios belts. So I can't imagine that'll well, be anywhere
0: close. Well, I'm I'm sure they'll have a great time because I won't be watching.
1: <laughs> um speaking of tag teams though, we got on to our next match there's
0: a, uh, a, a massive lack of Gene Oakland
1: tonight. Yeah, was, was, there, was he was even on it? Was it once or twice? Oh,
0: maybe? Yeah, he was, he was, and he was probably just even worse than Sonny Shevani. <laughs> yeah, he
1: was one. Later on, I, I was just trying to think. Um, we got to what was one of the most uncomfortable matches I've watched in some time. Actually, uh, like this ever. Yeah, um, World Tag Titles, Harlem Heat. Nearly, nearly with the best ring gear. Not quite, not quite the one I was looking for, but it's close. It's, it's, I it's really it. close. It's not that, it's not quite the, the big bursting flames, but it wasn't far off.
0: No, um, it wasn't far off. It was better than the purple and the blue. A bit, bit too red.
1: much pleather, though, for my liking. Yeah, I a bit of that at the minute. Um, so it was, it was Harlem Heat against one of your favorite tag teams of all time, the old Steiners. Um, and all that all the hallmarks of a good match. Um for me it was ruined by a very, very ho- horrid crowd. Um from pretty much minute one, as soon as Harlem Heat came to the ringside, we're getting abuse from the crowd, obviously racial abuse, um from these obviously rednecks, whatever you want to call them. I don't know what they were, but it was it was unsavory. What do you I mean? Not, that's the only thing you can really say about the match. That's the only thing that really stood out for me, it just ruined the entire contest because of
0: the, the crowd. There's, there's two schools of thought to that. I mean, I thought it was fucking deplorable. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you want to look at it from like an old school wrestling point of view, they were getting legitimate fucking heat. Mm-hmm. It was the wrong kind of heat for the wrong reasons, not because they are bad people, like you should have like they should be getting heat for. Yeah. Either getting heat for the colour of the fucking skin, man, and it's it's deplorable. But you could tell it was
1: you could tell it you could tell Booker was sort of was thrown off by it like
0: they played up to it a little bit. I mean the the, the Steiners get a pop, they look men, Harlem Heat look fucking money, but they need to lose that kernel. They really do. Yeah,
1: there's no but, need for it. there?
0: I knew I knew what this was gonna be like. Um it's pretty infamous. Hmm. Um, and I've put I'm not looking forward to the racism. Um, they get booze. I mean, the fucking redneck's horns and re- revving it, and book plays up to it a little bit. Uh you can Scott see like
1: you, you get sort of close-ups of some of the crowd just shouting. You can you can sort of work make out what they're saying. Yeah, it's, I
0: mean, it's really it's not nice. really it's bad.
3: Terrible.
1: Um, but, but yeah,
0: you know, but this is the problem. Bischoff might love his fucking motorbikes, but the scumbags that fucking drive him 90% of the time are these Mm. fucking backwards fucking hillbillies who, you know, still think fucking segregation should be the fucking, you know, yeah, completely. And it's Scottish Steiner goes on a tear and the Highland heat regroup. Um, Scott, Scott shines. He's, he's over with the crowd, but for completely wrong reasons, literally because he's white. Yeah. Um, Stevie Ray gets the heat, literally. <laughs> uh, yeah. S- Scott, Scott does a really nice exploder, Rick comes in, more revving shit. Uh, Sherry's losing her mind outside doing the heel manager thing, but I think even she knows that, you know, she's pissing in the wind. They're not they're not getting heat because of the bad guys. Yeah. Um, monstrous belly to belly by Scott Steiner. Um, I thought Harlem Heat were doing some really good heel work, to be fair, playing up to it. They shouldn't have had to. But, yeah. you know, they they, they, they sort of em, embraced the heat, whether they could hear what they were saying. I'm pretty sure they could hear what they were saying. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just fucking disgusting. Uh, Big Rick Steiner, spine buster, hard bump out for Rick. Um, Sherry rakes Rick's back and does a more convincing back break than the fucking Young Bucks and Fucking, what was it called? Phantasmo. <laughs> you saw it and you know it was dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat cut off the ring, uh, and Stevie works over uh Rick. Spinner Rooney, sidekick, nice tag work. Um, I mean the bikes are fucking ruining it. Like the, the humans that are riding the bikes are fucking ruining it. Uh, big Scott Steiner comeback, big belly to belly. Um Colonel powders Scott and Keynes him. I mean He also was, he also he also powdered Booker. That's what I meant. Yeah. No, he powdered <laughs> Scott, but he got he got Booker as well, didn't he? Um it was decent, but like the whole thing just left a fucking sour taste in my mouth. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. Like yeah. in a vacuum as a wrestling match, it was decent. But yeah. you know
1: there's, yeah. there's, the crowd can make or break a, a show or a or a match, can they? If you know, it, it was it was really uncomfortable to watch, especially like the early proceedings. It was really bad when you could sort of see verbal com- verbal confrontations between them all. And, um, and like right you said,
0: that, a crowd can take it to the next level. Look at Hogan Rock; the crowd took that to the next level, and yeah. you know this this took this down about five, seven, ten levels. It was
1: yeah, horrible. it was horrible. I mean, there's a couple of standouts in the match for me. Like, um, I think Sherry's actually a good. You could. She's an all right heel manager. I, I just don't me. get why. I, I don't want to have the, the Parker bloke as well. Just, there's
0: no need for he's, it, it's really. He's a good heel manager. You just don't not need for this to group, this though. Focus. Not for this no, group, though. Doesn't, it doesn't, fit, doesn't no. work. I mean, the whole the whole scenario with with him looking like fucking Colonel fucking Sanders with his with his plantation gimmick on just doesn't. It's not no. right for for what that is and for the time. It's so outdated. Sherry's fucking great, full stop. Yeah. Um, uh yeah. Robert Fuller in in different contexts is fucking superb.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of little standouts. Like Rick, I liked Rick Rick Steiner just straight up shut up bitch to, to Sherry. I thought that was fun because she was obviously screeching a bit throughout
0: the match. Um She does get a bit screechy
1: absolutely probably the counter of the night move of the night, whatever you want to call it. Booker goes for a leapfrog. He's done, I think he's done it a couple of times already, but uh, Rick catches him for sort of an inverted throw. That was yeah. brilliant. I love when you can just, I love when you've got guys in there who can create like such innovative offense that you don't see very yeah. often. It just, it makes it so much more exciting. Um, like you said, love, I'm enjoying watching the spin of Rooney now. He's doing that quite re- frequently. Um <laughs> uh, straight into the sidekick as well, just so like fluid in his movement. Booker's just top draw, really is. He seems yeah, to get really. better every week, really. Um and then obviously it was a little bit of a fuck up with the finish where he sort of he pretty much powdered Booker more than he did Scotty, but they made up for it with the cane hit as well. Um Harlem hate Harlem Heat, sorry. Uh um, may ha- know what they were hated there at this 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 event anyway. Yeah, um yeah, and I just put in my notes the mat the the crowd really ruined the match for me unfortunately just
2: what yep. could have been
1: what could have gone down as a, probably one of the better tag matches we've seen it, sort of all I can think about was the fucking ratty bastards in the crowd just just horrible little fuckers um, yeah it's a shame really because like we we were looking forward to that match and we said that that was a match that they should have done for, for ages I mean, we? we we mentioned that was a, a there was quality in that match. Hopefully, we get to see him again in in a a better surroundings and a better crowd. I hope so. Anyway, I'm sure we do.
0: Eventually, I'm hoping
1: so because that if
0: that's if that's the sort of end point, that's mm. a really shitty endpoint to leave it on. It really is. Yeah, it is
1: definitely. Uh, but anyway, we move on. There was another, another little recap of WCW guys going around the rally. Um, More on motorbikes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mongo was riding his bike topless at one point. I could That's have, been, I, me. I couldn't. I, I, it could have been someone else, but it looked like him, and I thought that was a highlight. To be honest, um, and there was like, what would weird... would have
0: been a highlight if he whizzed past and went,
3: baby?
1: Was <laughs> well, he an Adam Cole fan?
3: <laughs> baby,
1: yeah. Um, there was like weird little like echoed voiceovers over the back of it as well. Like you could hear like Medusa and. A few us like love riding my Harley and all this is just, just so stupid. Yeah, um, please don't fire me. <laughs> um, then we got into an interesting matchup. It sort of came out of nowhere a few weeks ago, didn't it? Like just sort of Eddie yeah. was just announced, and wasn't that much of a build towards it. This is what I mean. Like it's just what we mentioned earlier that there's very little build or confrontation between the two guys involved. Um flair the u.s champion defending against eddie who to be fair has been on a hot streak on when we've been watching it yeah he's been, been he's been like someone who the crowd really got behind i'm not sure <laughs> this crowd will but um i've been really enjoying watching him um <laughs> Flair, flare came out of a little corker. I don't if you if you heard it. Like as he was coming down to the ring, he was like he said like down the camera, "I'm a Harley Davidson for these ladies to ride." <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was, it was quite funny to be fair. I mean, it, when you look at the context of it, it's quite creepy, but <laughs> I don't, I don't it's, know. it's
0: very, it's very Flair.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you reckon to this matchup? Because it was like, it was very interesting pairing. Because for some reason, I just never envisioned, envisaged. Sorry, these two um, in a match together. I don't know why. I just no, I, I didn't. I couldn't quite picture it. But what do you reckon to it?
0: Um, I thought I really enjoyed it. To be fair, um, yeah. Eddie, Eddie looks so fucking sleazy, but not <laughs> as sleazy as old Willie Windmiller.
2: <laughs> Fucking hell.
0: Flair starts winding Eddie up. Classic. Nice headlock, turnbuckle reversal. Uh, heel griping by a flare. Lovely. Just like whinging. And then slaps Eddie and gets dropped for it. Fucking absolute classic spot. Love it. Um, nasty looking landing on the arm after a bit of a botchy back suplex. Flair sells it. It was. I mean, mm. I think he sold it. I don't think it hurt him, but it looked like it hurt him. Uh, Big Eddie chance. They mustn't know he's uh, Latino. <laughs> fucking racist pricks. Chops and punches back and forth, flare bags I mean, off. He had similar Again. haircut
1: and haircut and Tash. They just sort well, of that's resonating. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they, thought, they thought he was from fucking butt fuck Alabama or wherever <laughs> they're from. Um, nice headlock takeover spot using the. Uh, Top turnbuckle, really enjoyed that. Uh kip up by Eddie. Uh it goes dark as fuck all of a sudden. Like the yeah. lighting just goes dark. It's weird. Flare gets the heat, breaking Eddie down. Uh turnbuckle bump by uh by Flair gets drop kicks, never learns. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> then there was a backdrop, obviously. Begs off again. Eddie Eddie pinning after everything he does is great because he has to beat flair flair doesn't have to beat him yeah i thought it was really fucking good psychology and he puts an old figure four flat on flair superb top uh top rock runner and tornado ddt by eddie lovely Sun, sunset flip and uh whips uh flair's kicks down so we saw <laughs> after after flare moon instead of his uh instead of his windmilly fucking helicopter this week uh five star froggy and hurts his knee doing it um he did well to sell uh, that
1: because I think that was that was a slight mess up, wasn't it? He sold it yeah, well.
0: Well, he, he sold it well, and then obviously Flair, being the old pro, that he is, spots and smells blood in the water and uh, zones in on it. Figure four uses the ropes, gets w- woman to hold his hands for leverage. Eddie taps. I just I thought it was great. It was a great match. Eddie Eddie Guerrero was fucking superb in it. Really, really was.
1: He didn't tap. The ref counted three. But well,
0: you know, you know what I mean. Same
1: you know, thing. I I thought it was really good. I mean, I I didn't have much expectation for it because a couple of the flair matches recently have been a bit shit. Um yep. I mean they haven't really lived up to expectation, but this was better, much better. Much and I think better. that's just that's a credit to Eddie because you can work with Eddie. Like some of the people that Flair's been in with been a bit shit. I think I'm no, trying to Conan. think who's in yeah, Conan. He's fucking he's dreadful. Uh, but Eddie's Going ahead. Um we didn't he wasn't on this, wasn't he? Luckily. Um that
0: was brought up, you know. That was brought up by Shivani at some point in the match. He goes, You can't even say Conan, right? <laughs> I was <locking> laughing
1: Did did Schiavone pop you?
0: Yeah? <laughs> Shivani popped me, he popped me at the start with that fucking a back denim back of that uh, Ju- Judas Priest outfit. <laughs> fucking Rob Halford. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think this was this was a this was a really really good match, and it was. I think you could tell Flair was enjoying it as well. I think mean, you can always you yeah. can always tell when he's not into a match; he just looks a yeah. bit sluggish. In this one, he, he was he was back to his best. Some of the classic stuff, like the that you mentioned, the turnbuckle and eating that big slap to the face—that was just classic Flair. Yeah. Just, just chicken shit, and he like with a yeah. lot of stuff. He's, um, he's brilliant. And I, I loved, I think Eddie was, Eddie, you know, he, he really held his bag, end of the bargain up. He, he was brilliant in this. And just showing a bit of personality as well, like locking in like Flair's figure four, like doing his struts and stuff like that. And just like, yeah. I really, I think this was like a, I don't know if it's the right word, like the right phrase, but like a coming of age sort of match for Eddie, where it was like he was in, first time he's been in there with like a top, top star one-on-one. Yeah. And he more than, more than, Held up his end of the bag, and you could arguably say he was the best part of the match. Just the way, he, the way his yeah, his, his move set, and the way he's able, the way he was able to sort of work around Flair. Um, and again, I, I think I think it's one of them where it's like the finish doesn't hurt him at all because you can't have him beat Flair yet. That just doesn't make sense to do that. But it gives him that. It gives him that. Flair had to cheat pretty much. Woman got involved as well. So. I think one was holding Flair's arm, wasn't she? Um, yeah,
0: for leverage, yeah.
1: I thought it was really good, really fun match. And it was like a star-making performance for Eddie. We've already yeah. seen him like have like some really good TV matches, but to have that sort of match on a pay-per-view for, for a, like, the secondary title, I think it was great. And I'm sure he's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger from this. I'm looking forward to watching him even more. Like He's probably one of my favourite things on the show like along with a, a couple of others, of course um I really enjoyed it, um, but <laughs> something I didn't enjoy next uh, cuts a mean jean <laughs> his first his first appearance of the night that is rare he's normally in like every other segment and he um yeah. he was in like a jean vest with like a jean cap as well for jean jean wearing jeans a mean
0: jean um, vest and a mean jean <laughs> <gene> cap. <laughs>
1: Um Jimmy's waffling on. He says Hulk doesn't want to trip over and fall or something like that. I don't know what he was going on about. Just his trousers. Do
0: you think it's the first time Gene Oakland's ever wore jeans? <laughs> I
1: hope it isn't. Gene <laughs> and G.
0: You, you know, you know for a fact that when he's in his casual wear, it's like fucking golf slacks and a polo shirt,
1: <laughs> like the yacht club or something. The yacht club, man. Yeah. <laughs> um Giant basically confirms he was a Hogan Mark when he was a kid, Um and I'm just thinking to myself, he's a heel. Why does he give a fuck that Hogan turned his back on the crowd?
0: Honestly, this makes no fucking sense to me, right? So yeah, he said he's a Hogan Mark as a kid and he idolized Hogan. Sure, but but you give me because you're under a Giant son, surely idolize your dad, right? <laughs> In kayfabe, and then I'm I'm pretty sure you try to end. Hulk Hogan on a monster truck on a roof about 12 months fucking previous it, it's weird it's so weird I mean and apparently the giant's a champ I didn't know that but um <laughs> was he I didn't know that apparently, apparently <laughs> so yeah he must have won it in a, a tournament in Rio de Janeiro like Patterson yeah it was awful. fucking weird I mean he, he has, I think I think the giant has good fire but his subject matter is always fucking pony. <laughs> he really, is. It's rinse you know mean? and
1: repeat, though, isn't it? He just changes every like. He's got like a very formulaic promo that he does every week. Yeah. He just swaps bits in and out of it. That's why I'm sort of just like, here we go again. And He's he, well,
0: he, he, he... not even been in the business a year, though. To be fair, let's give no, him. I, some
1: I mean. I'm not a fan of him, but he did become, he became a a bit of a star, didn't he? So he he obviously had something. It just, he just doesn't work for me, brother. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, yeah, that's it. He's what, nearly seven foot tall or whatever. That, that tends to get you over in wrestling, especially at this point, maybe not as much now, but yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's just, a yeah, he's, he's, yeah, the average Carly, as you're calling. <laughs> is Even,
0: you call him. He the When Carly's better than you,
1: that's of it. You know? yeah. uh, then we got to the big boys, the main men. Uh, the wooden top. <laughs> the outsiders against the, the wooden top. So it's Nash and Hall. The first time they've entered with the classic synonymous NWO music. <laughs> the music no, they had last, last time was no. It's called yeah, our it theme tune, mate. It's called our theme yeah. Sorry, tune. yeah. Sorry, sorry. The the uh, look at the adjective theme tune. Apologies.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, they come out, and I know you're going to comment on the red gear. I know you're already going to. You've already got something written about it. <laughs> but um, I think they look like absolute might wow. have just just like twenty-four <laughs> karat gold. Um, to me, gold anyway. <laughs> um so they come out, obviously right. they got the music. The last time they came out, they had that absolute dog shit like elevator music, didn't they? That was terrible. But this obviously just made them feel bigger and better. Um as you mentioned, the wooden tops come out pattern pending. Um we're working on that, I think. Um will <laughs> Nick <make> it first <laughs> Any comments on the entrances of both both guys? Well both it's, teams, it's, sorry.
0: Yes, yes Mark, I do, yeah. yeah um on. I'm really not into the all-red. <laughs> Hall looks mint. Nash does too, but he needs black. He just needs yeah. black. The wooden the wooden tops It comes come eventually, out, doesn't it? The black gear. Yeah. We all come eventually, mark Um <laughs> Virgil Sting, does. Yeah. A million times, yeah. <laughs> Virgil sex drive, fuck me. Okay. Ron Jeremy Virgil. It, um wooden tops come out, Sting looks fucking ridiculous. It looks like fucking a bullfighter on, on an acid trip. It's fucking horrendous. You
1: see you see the absolutely outrageous pyro for them to, I think it's still going now. It's still going yeah. off now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like a Pink Floyd concert for 500 quid. Puff whiz, puff whiz, bang. Yeah, a, Luger looks like a fucking mannequin. He just does. He just looks like a... a Stiff as a, out
1: isn't he?
0: A British Home Stars mannequin. He's fucking <laughs> he is he is absolutely wooden He's made of fucking bolster wood that cunt in fact no that, he's not he's, that's he's, MDF he's, yeah it's MDF <laughs> 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 see what he did there <laughs> Okay. <laughs> in fact he's more fucking plywood isn't he fucking three yeah. boarding. chipboard prick yeah so um and then old uh, Hall and Nash do a rock paper scissors to start. Enjoyed that. Uh, that Hall starts, good lock up. Hall gets the heat on Luger. Unsafe looking hip tosses by Luger. <laughs> really unsafe yeah. looking. Nash in spits at Sting. Dirty by. Uh, <laughs> a bit boring. This it does get. I'm sorry, but it, it got a bit boring for me. A lot of posturing and. What not from Luger, but Nash's I face thought... just made it funny for me because he's just fucking good.
1: I don't think it was anything boring from the outsiders though.
0: No, no, it's fucking, it was just, it was Luger fucking walk around going and all this shit. Yeah. And Nash is just looking, looking at him, laughing at him and just, it's funny. <laughs> How much could you bench Lex? <laughs> um, I mean, he's, he's not, he, he was, it was funny in a good way from Nash, you know. Like, yeah, I always have to put in a good way so you don't think I'm you know ripping on your, your, your hero. <laughs> uh, sting, sting shines gets uh Nash up for a slam, but uh, snake eyes by Nash, it's one of his five Move number five. <laughs> yeah, Haul in, cuts the ring off. Uh, I find it sad how much Tony goes on about do being number one? Did he said not the number one in pay per view entertainment, they're not, though. <laughs> like look at the look at the figures they ain't here to beat you on pay-per-view um, Nash
1: t- to- figures they? let's be honest no apart from TV Na- ratings anyway
0: oh, it's just all about TV when it Nash toys with Sting sack of shit by Hall uh I love that move that fall away slams that it's called called the sack of shit uh, <laughs> Nash. that's what that's what it calls it Nash distracts Hall clones line Sting the shit dazed headbutt to the ball spot by a Sting. I hate that spot. Make, makes an appearance again. Fucking. Joke. I hate
1: that spot. That's worse than the flare one. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: the, the face face flare? Yeah, at least
1: at least that that. It, 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 at least he's sort of you could imagine someone falling like that. But like every time he's nut he's at him by mistake. Come on, silly that oh, move right. really is.
0: Halls in cuts off Sting. Uh, Heen and Chase for Scott Hall. Which I thought, yeah, I thought was that, that was before. interesting.
1: He was like, come on, Hall, wasn't he? Like, yeah. Was interesting that
0: he's getting his heel shit back. Quick tags. Yeah. Razor's edge countered. Backdrop. Fucking hot tag. It was a hot tag, I'll give him that. Jurgen's on to clean up. Uh stings fine fucking three seconds later, though. And uh mm-hmm. splashes Nash. He was did a proper fucking uh no cell job on that. Scorpion to Nash on the outside. Sort of a ref bump as Luger, Luger attempts to rack. Um, Days, Nick Patrick stumbles. Uh, chop blocks oh, chop Luger. Blocks, really. Yeah, accidentally. Um, yeah. Hall, pins, Hall pins for free. It's an absolute fucked finish because obviously Nick Patrick's on the take and he becomes the official NWO referee. We um, mm-hmm. did know that at the time me. though, did we? No, we didn't. Yeah. But I thought... It was a bit shit, but Hall
1: and Nash. Well, the, the only thing about the only thing that was annoying about the finish was, why would a chop block beat Luger? <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's a bit. That was. I didn't mind the I didn't mind the referee stuff as much because it's like adds that intrigue to it. Is the cahoots with him and all that, but could you could have done with Nash giving him like a razor's yeah. edge or whatever. Or sorry, not Nash, Hall. Why, why would
0: Nash do that? You know what I meant. You um, can do. You can do. Snake eyes. Yeah. Big sideways. Slam. Sideways slam. Side, yeah. Uh, power flip. bomb. Hair flip. T-Bag Jim Cornette. T-Bag Jim Cornette. That's all you can do. <laughs> um, I know that by right now. <laughs> um, I
1: like. I like this match. To be fair, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> I thought Hall and Ash were good. I just thought with two, yeah. Luke Luger's
1: a bit shit and, and Stings does nothing for me, really. In this, does nothing um, for me. Those two, those two, they come all the personality in the match, they really are. They, they <laughs> yeah, made they it did. some a, a palatable match
0: they, facials, they, 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 body language, everything
1: psychology as well, though. Cutting yeah, off the exactly. ring, isolating quick tags at times, like a I slow, that everything. yeah. No, I know, I <laughs> know. I'm just trying to get my trying to get my tip in about national. Um, get, in then, love. get it in, <laughs> um, Yeah, I just thought they they've actually. Ta- I mean, at this point they've been singles wrestlers for ages, but actually took to tag team wrestling quite
0: well. Um, You've got chemistry though in general, have not they? So it, it's probably yeah. quite easy to sort of. Like but not just that, just like. Well, <laughs> I don't know.
1: But like like you said, like the the, the like i was say the psychology, the quick tag stuff like that. That's that's classic stuff and. Not everyone gets that. Like Luger and Sting don't get that. That <laughs> you can't you can't picture them to as a tag team. They don't work for me. Like, no. Whereas I've been a tag Nash, team for years though, like years. I don't get it though. Like they don't come across like that. They, they seem like strangers in the ring together. <laughs> yeah. Like it's odd. Um, yeah. I mean, I just think I just think Nash and Hall, especially Nash. Nash gets a lot of shit. It is like I mean he isn't as fucking He's not amazing in the ring, is he, or anything like that? But the guy, the guy's got personality, the guy can do the simple things quite well.
0: He knows how to work, how he can work. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't do anything that he doesn't, that he can't do.
1: No, and and that's, I guess, that's credit to him because a lot of people, a lot of people do try and push themselves to do things they're not really capable of doing. And he sort of knew his ceiling. And and he even says that though. he, he says he's not he wasn't fucking great in the ring, but he made he made a lot of money and made a good career for himself. So um, I just think I just think they're really fun to watch, and they just make a lot of the show in particular for me. Um, as you said, the, the finish was a bit shit, but it adds that intrigue. And I, like I said, the only thing that was a bit annoying was the fact that they've been they've been hitting each other with whatever move you know slams and stuff and. A little chop block, pins him bit shit. Yeah. Just just do a razor's edge on him just to finish it off for me. Um yeah, I didn't mind it though. Um one of the better ones on the card for me in particular, and uh, that's just because I had my boys in it, I think. Um <laughs> we got Ooh. to the uh, the one one we've all been waiting for. The big one. Ooh. The main event of the evening. And what this. way what better way? Sorry, just just before you butt in. What better way to announce a major world title match than have the legend that is Michael Buffer back
0: announcing this Whoa.
1: heavyweight? No no,
0: no, 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 He says way too fucking much. He goes, "He was once the idol love millions, and now he has turned his back on that fucking why." All right, let's do a breaking kayfabe intro. Fuck off, man. <laughs> Absolute useless cunt. He really is.
1: I am of course talking about the world heavyweight championship match between the world heavyweight champion, the giant. That's the world heavyweight champion, the giant. Uh yeah, what, what, what
0: champion is he?
1: The world heavyweight champion, just to let you know. Uh, um, he's accompanied by his, don't mention his little, it. he's accompanied by his little lackey Jimmy Hart against I think he was announced as Hollywood Hulk Hogan, was he? Was he announced? He as Hollywood
0: that? on he had Hollywood on his on his sights, yeah. Yeah. Which...
1: Um the one thing to say to Hogan, he actually looks a lot better now. He's got that sort of proper Hollywood Hogan gear and the facial hair and stuff like that. He looks more presentable as a heel.
0: I think he looks now now. He's trimmed trim down a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Doesn't look like a balloon animal, does he? Now?
1: So, no, not really. Um,
0: like a hot dog.
1: This, <laughs> this, this was a lot of, like, like you mentioned before, like, posturing and, and and standing around time and waiting around time, especially in the early goings. Um, it wasn't a good match by any stretch of the imagination or anything like that. But I wasn't expecting it to be so. <laughs> you know I mean, I wasn't well, building myself up to expect it to be great or anything.
0: But it went 15 fucking minutes march. You don't put the yeah. fuck in a 15-minute march. It was fucking horrendous. It was honestly right positives first the nwo shirt that hogan had on i like it i want one the
1: terminator thing
0: yeah it was cool as fuck
1: yeah yeah i want one
0: hogan does his chicken shit bit it's absolutely fucking woeful we've been sat here for five minutes and it's been one fucking headlock
1: yeah there's no they didn't touch properly for five plus minutes did they
0: it was turd he rolled out for every fucking thing six months earlier he no sold every fucking thing Mm. It's a fucking three-minute test of strength into a wrist lock. What the <laughs> fuck? And then he starts doing some mad shit. He puts giant in a fucking bow and arrow. But you can barely <laughs> see his he, he can like barely puts him in it. You can see his knee, he's putting absolutely no pressure on the guy's. <laughs> he does the same heel shit that he did when he was a fucking baby face. Your mm-hmm. back jokes, do you see did off. you hear
1: him did you hear him bobby though he was like oh i quite like Hogan style now <laughs> after all those years slagging him off
0: <laughs> this this was one of the worst things i've ever seen <laughs> it was fucking atrocious it took him eight minutes and they fucking done a headlock and a wrist lock and it wasn't building fuck all it was just shit and you know you you know, Rock versus Hogan, and he was doing all and it was just building. There was a lot of posturing, but the crowd were fucking rabid. This was turd. Absolutely turd. There's a huge backbreaker by the Giant. Uh, the Giant starts hulking up for fuck's sake. <laughs> that was atrocious, it was, that one, it? That it was, was really bad. Pitiful. Um, Hall comes down. He's up top. pressed land by the Giant. Uh, Nash comes down. No, no DQ. <laughs> um, choke slams a hall, Nash with the megaphone giant chokeslams Nash. Hope Cogan lumps lumps him with the belt for free. One of the <laughs> worst match, matches I have ever seen. Absolute turd on a TV screen. It was, I can't give me the doomsday cage please <laughs> fuck off <laughs> give me, i'd rather watch that than that at least that chance. was comical as fuck <laughs> that was, give me the doomsday cage give me fucking you know lethal nasty lottery. boys versus fucking public enemy where they're doing fucking moonsaults of fucking life. would you have would you ever
1: watch the uh leaf lethal lottery again than that watch that match the whole thing yeah
0: I don't know because this was one prolonged 15 minute bit of agony. At least that was just little bits of shit, like, you know, (laughs) two, three minute matches. (laughs) I don't know. I'll be honest with you, Mark. I'm on the fence.
1: (laughs) I'm on the fence of that one. I
0: agree. um, I agree. My house might burn down. I don't know.
1: Um, I just thought this match elevated just how, more than anything, how shit the giant is. He's so unlikable. The crowd's getting behind Hogan. <laughs> the crowd are chanting for Hogan. That's because well, they know who he is, though. But, but <laughs> like the crowds like weeks before were booing the fuck out of him.
0: Yeah, because they were uh, wrestling fans. These fuckers aren't wow. wrestling fans, <laughs> Yeah, good
1: point. That is a good point, to be fair. Um, you can't give... I, I, I'm actually giving credit to the crowd there. I can't. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. They're cunts. I think
0: I think um, he's the only person, other than Ric Flair, he's the only the only person they fucking know, probably.
1: <laughs> that, that hulking up thing was the worst thing on the Tide show, though. Worst thing on the entire show. Zero reaction to it from the crowd. They didn't have a clue what was going on. He just looked like a cunt. He looked like a proper mark, didn't he? That was the worst bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was pun or pun intended from me. Um It was terrible, Re- like really shit made event. To what was all oh, right match wise, a pay per view sort of. It ended with, yeah. a but I, I, like I said, I wasn't expecting it to be in any way good. So I sort of just <laughs> yeah. when I, when I was watching, it, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. So fair enough.
0: <laughs> it was it was worse than I thought it was going to be.
1: <laughs> was it? I've seen it,
0: it before and I never I didn't remember it to be this bad. this is this is like fucking
1: got it, uh, it got, what, it, what's worse it got it? It, arguably it got worse from whoever who came down to the ring next though for you
0: exactly okay. this is this is this is what I mean. it's like there was that fucking atrocity and then this complete Cretin fucking rocks up
2: so- we heard it was hogan's birthday. And there's the birthday cake coming out. And who is that behind the birthday cake? MWU. We told Did you. Did we see that again? Look it off my face. There's the booty man. Sure, us the booty man right there. And he had the New World T shirt on. He has jumped ship. You know it was. Holy cow. Unbelievable. This thing is taken. An unbelievable This, this is right. absolutely sick. A birthday cake for Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm a little concerned about the giant that is still laying out. What a blow you took to the head right there. He is still down and the new world order they have the microphone. Yo yo yo! The NWO is the way to go! Chinese Yo, guy. outsiders, the booty man knows it's Hulk Hogan's birthday, brother. Yeah, and you know what? Now I'm going to wish a happy birthday to me, brother. Yo, booty man, what a surprise. Hey, also I just want to say, first of all, congratulations on being the new... N-W-O, he is not. World Heavyweight Champion! He is the WCW Heavyweight Champion. Very simply put, that is a falsehood right there. In just a second, this. it's my pleasure to wish you, brother, a happy birthday in front of all these people at started Well, where's the members of the Dungeon Doom when you need them? Yeah. And last but not least, I just want to put my hand out and thank you for being there for me for 22 years, man. Congratulations, champ. Now we have a championship. You full know something, hand. Booty Man? I love you, man. Like you're my own blood. You know something, man? For 20 years, brother, you and I've been hanging together, and to have you here with an NWO shirt on is something special. But you know something, brothers? Now that I'm the champion in Denver, Colorado, Ric Flair is gonna get the beating of his life. But you know something? There's something we all gotta learn here, man. The reason the NWO is so powerful, the reason we're gonna make Ted Turner look like a second-class citizen, we're gonna wipe out the WCW, is that we never mix business with friendship or pleasure. And you know something, Ric Flair? We attacked the WCW for a reason. Not because Arn Anderson was there. And so you showed your down card, brother. You got a soft spot, dude, for Arn Anderson. Well, this is my best friend here. And the one thing he's been driving me crazy about is the NWO, man. And now that we've got the mission accomplished, we want to tell you one thing, brother. They do not have We never ever mix business with friendship, but this is a special occasion, man. And we got a surprise for you. You know what, brother? We got a surprise. Hold on. What in the world is going get on? Get him, boys! Let's get Can him! you believe
1: Credit is, uh, obviously after Hogan's won the world title, that's uh, booty man, um who is aligned with Hogan, as we learned last week or so, was it? When the horseman beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> Um, we figured out that they was close friends with Hogan. Uh, it's quite well known anyway, wasn't it? But he comes down, Hogan grabs the mic, going on about NWO is the way to go and all this. Booty man's arse-licking Hogan on the mic, pretty much. Just just
0: giving well, him why, a... Why buzz. break the habit of a lifetime?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he, he sort of... He stumbled a bit. He was going on about, like, he was trying to, like, I, I don't know if he was trying to say business with f- pleasure, but then he sort of realised he'd fucked it, and he was like, we don't mix business with friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and sort of, he, he sort of fucked it. Um, but then he just went with it. He just doubled down on it. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's not necessarily true. The only time he mix, mixes business with friendship is uh, Bubba the love sponge's wife. <laughs> I think. Allegedly, it was it was filmed. <laughs> that's how they got him because he, he, oh, yeah. yeah. oh, he was it was proper. Oh yeah, was Yeah, absolutely. Horrible racist over the phone. Yeah, his, uh, yeah, sorry,
1: yeah. Mur- Murdering. son I they, were, they were linked. Like obviously, that was the the woman he was he was with. <laughs> um. So he, obviously, he says that they don't mix business with friendship. He beat the whole and Nash that to beat him down. And then he's like, "I've just beat up my best friend, so what am I going to do to you?" And all this—it <laughs> was really crap, really yeah, poor, was... like really poor promo. Um, how come? How come nobody come came down from the back either?
0: Because nobody like, likes beefcake,
1: I, I suppose. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why. Well, because um,
0: maybe because he's come down because he wants to join the NWO, so they've just gone. Oh fuck fucking then. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. Fair point. That probably actually makes sense. And then he grabs the spray can that was with the cake, gives it the classic sort of spray painted NWO, iconic you know, iconic moment. That yeah, it is. To be fair, it, it, an iconic moment in a pretty poor, like poor match slash segment. Well, so I guess that's his idea. That was Nash.
0: But hold on Nash, yeah. So you know, he can't come up with his shit. He can't
1: come up with his shit, open, can he? That nah, can he fuck? Um, but I'm not surprised by that because they had a lot of the stuff that's cool in this in this uh, this whole yeah. group is something they sort of had a hand in or, or an idea they put to Sullivan, whoever it was. Booking it, sorry. So I'm not surprised by that at all. it all. It does look great. It really does. It is a good iconic sort of image of that. Um, what do you reckon to this little afterbirth of the main event? I mean, it was pretty shit, wasn't it? Let's be honest.
0: It was fucking wank, but you know that the one saving grace is the spray paint in the belt because it's an iconic moment. But you know, it's, it's this is this is the start now. Now Hogan's in and he's got stroke and he's and he's like he's got creative control. This is when it starts to get fucking ridiculous hmm whereas hall it's and nash kind of would try to well they would try to rein it in saying like you know we this, but like they just they just thought fuck it we're never gonna you know persuade him to do everything right so we're just gonna just fuck it and go with it so. mm. and, and then uh, to and Sullivan, anyway
1: yeah I, could, I don't see why you would lie about that really
0: no it puts them both over quite quite a lot to me, yeah so.
1: um and then we sort of end the show with Dusty says it's like a unbelievable situation to see like a title that he's so synonymous with covered in that sort of like emblem. Um, and Never he says it's home. not over, <laughs> but like obviously a company that he's so synonymous with. Yeah. I think that's what he was meaning. Um, he won the
0: old belt, the, the eight pounds of gold or whatever it's called, ten pounds of gold. An NWA gold. one. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, the uh, Nick Oldest belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the end of the show. <laughs> In general, what do you think of the show before we do our sort of post-standard post-pay-per-view awards?
0: It ended, I mean, I'm glad it ended on the, on the spray paint thing because that, that left it with a bit more cachet than it would have done if it had ended with Brutus the fucking barber beefcake getting swatted with a cake or whatever it was. Do you know what I mean? But as a whole, it was was schizophrenic as fuck for me because the setting was shit, the crowd was shit. Um, At some points, well, several points, they were fucking deplorable human fucking beings and disgusted me. Um, But there were some good matches on it. There were some really good matches on it. Uh, Some matches that I hoped would be good weren't, uh, but I don't think that was any fault of medusa or Volcano, i think i think yeah, the booking, shit,
1: shit gimmick shit match
0: yeah i don't even think it was kevin sullivan's fault i think that was purely we can we can put that purely on the shoulders of eric bischoff's input yeah um and some really good matches flair flair and eddie was great Benoit uh, ben malenko i enjoyed it a bit more than you did i thought it yeah. was superb um i thought in a vacuum, the tag match was a good. Uh, the tag title match was a good match. Just the crowd absolutely fucking ruined it. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah. no, I think. I think we were we were optimistic when we saw the card, but you know, factors and variables um, took a lot of the shine off of it as a pay per view. If it was done in an arena, I think it would have been would a hell been of a lot better.
1: Oh god, Joe. Yeah. definitely, definitely. I just, I mean, it, it, the
0: Sturgis thing don't work. But.
1: That's not that. that... That's the thing, though. Like a crowd, like I said before, a crowd can make or break a show. If you if you're a shit crowd, flat crowd, it doesn't feel as special. Where it's like when we talked about matches, like, um, you know, like Punk and Cena, the crowd's rabid. That makes it. That raises the level. And then yeah. Rock, Rock and Hogan, things like that. The crowd's well into it. A crowd can make or break anything in wrestling, in particular. Um, but like you said, I mean, it, if it was in a arena or even like a, a small stadium or whatever it would have been would have been a lot better. Um but we'll go to our uh our standard post show post pay per view whatever or whatever awards so what are you saying for match of the night?
0: oh um I think Eddie Flair was a very close second but I'm gonna have to give it to Dean and Benoit. I thought it was I thought it was clinic. I thought it was superb yeah. I, I get yeah. your your issues with it, I do, but I don't know if Marge didn't that didn't bother me as much as it bothered you.
1: I mean, to be fair, that, um, even with those that those couple of gripes I had with it, it's still an absolute quality match. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. I really enjoyed it still. But I, I think I think I got into the Flair and Eddie match the most out of any. Um, I just really, I thought it was like one of those like defining moments for Eddie, and I just really got into it, really enjoyed it. Flair was sort of on back to the, the sort of his top of his game, pretty much. Um, and I thought it was it didn't hurt either of them. It really sort of was a star-making match for Eddie. So I, I'll have to give it to that one, I reckon.
0: It could have been either or for me, to be fair, but I just went with the Melenko Benoit one, simply because it was just... It encompassed pretty much everything I enjoy about wrestling in one sort of... Yeah,
1: it was, it was quality, it really was. It could have easily been that as well for me. Just that little, just that little added sort of, sort of. I think I just got into that one a bit more. Really, was all. Um, and then, um, so so Malenko and Benoit for you. Uh, Eddie and Eddie and Flair for me. Yeah. Um, MVP of the night.
0: Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Ed- I think. I know he's. I, I don't think. Like I said, it could have gone either way with the match, but I think Eddie. Was the standout? It was like you said. It was like it was like he was he elevated up to that next tier.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I have to agree. I mean, I've been he's been like when we've watched like Nitro and stuff like that, he's been like the best part of the show. He's like sort of held like especially when there was weeks where there was like no one on it. Like there was like people away in Japan yeah. and stuff. He like he had easily the best, if not the second best match on every single night. And he gets yeah. bigger and better every week. Even this shitty crowd got behind him, and that's saying something. Um well, that's
0: just but, uh not knowing that he's from like his Mexican heritage, probably. Yeah,
1: I I I would give it to Eddie, but I, I could have given it to Nash and Hall as well, because I just think I just love watching them, and obviously they had the the insight in the, the forefront to, to sort of make a shit segment slightly good with that iconic imagery of the NWO spray paint, so you know, I could have given it to him, but just just for sort of how he sort of how I got into his match in particular, it has to go to Eddie. The um, dick of the day for me, it's sort of it has to go. It's not even really a person; it's just this crowd in general. They're just absolute wankers
3: of the well, highest order.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've 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 put Eric Bischoff question mark for not being yeah. there and being and and for just giving us this shit. I've put two two hundred and fifty thousand morons, and then I've put Hulk Hogan. So, if we can go for entities that weren't wrestlers, I will go for two hundred and fifty five thousand redneck, fucking mulleted bell pieces on motorbikes.
1: Well, they're part of the show, aren't they? So that they're fair yeah. game.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolute disco Duggan Hart award goes to the crowd that weren't <laughs> the, non, the non-paying cretinous crowd. Fuck them! Fuck them all!
1: Sorry, I, I I didn't announce the award correctly there. I didn't. I said "Dick of the Day." It's the Disco Duggan Heart Award now. Sorry, in, in memory of of, of the, some of the the big winners of the award. Apologies for that. Um, None of them are
0: dead, though. Not in memory.
1: So. No, no, just just in honor of them. I should say.
0: Sorry, that's better. Although um, well, no, Duggan has just had his last uh, round of chemo for uh, radiation therapy for prostate cancer, so
1: he got the all clear, didn't he? It's good to hear.
0: He's got the all clear. It's good to hear. We're not fans of him as a wrestler, but you know. You know, for all intents and purposes, he's a good he's a good dude. So yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, and then uh what are you say in Barnet of the Night, the big one.
0: Well, for me it's gotta be the receding mullet of the booty fucking gimp. <laughs>
1: he's an odd it, bloke to look at, is he? He really is.
0: Yeah. Reconstructed face, didn't reconstruct his fucking Napolo, did they? <laughs>
1: um I think I think I'll give it to Hogan because he's like in this match. He didn't even bother with the bandana. He just like straight off with it, just like full <laughs> on with his. I mean, he's got. We all know he's got shit hair anyway, but like at least he tries to hide it for the first like four or five minutes in, the,
0: in most matches. If you look at him now, I think he's got extensions in. Yeah, he does. It on, he definitely does. Because it's all cut like angled, perfectly. Straight, yeah, yeah. Perfect straight line. And the, the, the skull, the skirting eggshell, it's just, it's never been a good look. <laughs>
1: the only person who made it look good was John Tenter. That's because he he, he, uh, he he sort of, uh, he, went, he, went, he went for the half look. Uh, that's the only way you can he, get that to look good.
0: <laughs> didn't go full fucking Italiano, though, which is a shame. But never mind.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the, the Post Awards. That's pretty much that show in general, though, isn't it? Um, I think you alluded to it earlier. The next pay-per-view is uh, Fall Brawl, which is synonymous with the, the war games. So we'll have to see. We well, won't we'll any... be doing
0: that for a while. We've got some, no. we've got some other oh, well. intriguing shite coming up. So next week we're going to be doing the 12th of August Nitro, the fallout of um, of Hog Wild. Then after the week after that, we're going to be uh, doing the 19th of August Nitro. And the week after that, we're going to be dropping into into, uh, Vince's wacky world Mm -hmm. to watch uh, the infamous SummerSlam '96: Michaels, uh, Vader, move your dumb shit, move your book with Cornet going apoplectic in his fucking lime green suit or whatever he's wearing at the time. (laughs) And then we're going to do after that, we're going to do the remaining three nitros one a week until we get to Fall Brawl. So it's. uh, Got some interesting stuff coming up. See the uh, see how the NWO moves. I'm sure, there'll be
1: some interesting NWO developments in the next couple of nitros.
0: I can imagine it swelling to to about eighty nine people, probably.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's what <I'm laughs>
0: we'll not, to we're gonna we're gonna have to give the lowdown as we get on about like the whole NWO, every single member of the NWO. It could, be, it could be a one four podcast of us reading names out.
1: <laughs> what full members
0: <laughs> yeah yeah every every member including <laughs> fucking the, the wwe run and we like michael's joined it and fucking booker t was in it wouldn't he? at one point oh fuck knows mate i, I lost time
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh but yeah i'm uh, looking forward to uh being back up being back up and running and, and getting into it on a on a weekly basis again
0: that's it. It's going to be pretty fucking ugly. But, you know, we like ugly. And uh, <laughs> speaking of ugly, if there's no f- further business, I will, uh, I'll say the ugliest uh, two words in the world. Dickie Slater.
1: See you later.